favorite freaks did you miss freaks oh my god we missed you we missed you so much we welcome back you. to the pod welcome back to the podcast. episode 18 only a two-month gap between <laughs> <laughs> listen this and the last one if I, and I cannot emphasize this enough if a shooting hadn't been present we would have had so many more episodes guys it's been and then even more inconvenient than the shooting i had to move tamar moved i'm in limbo <laughs> Um, what else happened? Mer- Mercury is in retrograde for the last 18 years. Uh, um, I am severely hungover. And I just feel bad all the time. So, <laughs> actually, Katie, you do have some exciting news. Do you want to share it with the freaks? I got my period today. <laughs> my first one. Are you there, God? It's me, Uncle Katie. <laughs> and I'm bleeding a lot. And I'm bleeding all over this couch. Um, my exciting news is... That I'm going to LA tomorrow at an ungodly time. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So yeah, I'm gonna go visit and go go uh, eat, eat some bagels. That was literally the first thing I asked. I was like, "Where are the bagels? Tell me about the bagels." They got okay bagels. They got good bagels. I heard they there was a couple good places. It's not even like I need a bagel every day. I just need a place to go. You just need one every week, and you need. A- I do need one every yeah, week. You need a the bagel doctor every said week. I have to have a bagel every week, and I finally this was. I mean, just how my life goes. I finally found the best bagel place in Atlanta. Atlanta. I got to start saying it right. Atlanta. Uh, after I moved. Yes. Brooklyn Bagel by Smith's 1 a.m. Bar and Grill. And I believe we were talking about where to find a good bagel episode one almost. So this seems like it only took 17 episodes. <laughs> I feel like we talk about it every episode. It. And it's not just a good bagel. It's good whitefish. Mm. It's good. It's good prices. They got a black and white cookie. Mm. They got... Dr. Brown's celery soda. What is that? It's a celery flavored a ce- soda. Ew. It's so good. What? That yeah. doesn't even sound like something you would buy. I heard about it on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I got to try this. And it's really good with like the, the, the fishy things. With something salty? Yeah. Ooh. It's really good. Something salty. Um, yeah. It's great. They have like a line out the door. I have like. I don't know. I think Emerald Bagels should just close it up. Emerald Bagels. Is, I mean, I can't even eat bagels because I have the worst allergy. But I think Emerald Bagels is insane. Yeah. It's like, God, they're going to get so mad at us when they hear this. It's like $17 for a fucking bagel with fish. And they've never made it right. <laughs> and then this last time I went and I got the ingredients separately. Like it was like the last time I went there. Yeah, the last chance. I was on the way to the baby's house and I was like, I'm going to just try the white fish one more time. <laughs> it was the worst white fish I've ever had. It was like. It was like a seafood salad almost. Ew. It was really, really bad. I got to say, I love that you love whitefish because that was my like gr- my grandma's favorite <laughs> I do, fish. I do fish. have an octogenarian's <laughs> palate. <laughs> my entire, like my dad's side of the family really likes whitefish. And whenever like I was just home for a funeral, guys, I know that's also what's been going on. It's okay. It was my, my 96-year-old grandfather passed away. But we had the spread, you know, we had the schmear and the locks and the whitefish and like you could just see them coming. The whitefish got fucking destroyed. Oh my God. If I had been there, I would have been pushing, pushing your elderly relatives out of the way. But I literally don't know anyone else that loves whitefish so much besides (laughs) (laughs) 
my extremely Jewish LA whole side of the family and my grandmother. My grandmother would fuck up some whitefish, bro. It's so good. On her bagel. Oh I don't God. know what it is. Like, I, maybe it's like um, minerals I need. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you do crave the foods that maybe you need bones. Your bones I do need bones. <laughs> and if you want bones in your white fish, go to Emerald City Bagels. They got, there's more bone than fish. <laughs> I call it the bonefish grill. There was a chicken bone in mine one time. Uh, well, that's not even that's that's not even the right fit animal. <laughs> this is a lemon pepper white fish. Oh yummy, yummy. Sounds pretty good. I finally had lemon pepper wings a couple months ago. It was the first time I ever had them and they weren't even in Atlanta. What? Where was it? Oh, where was I? Oh, it was a ter- uh, Tifton, Georgia, mm. out of a food truck, and it was the best part of my evening. It was good? Yeah, it was really good. The show sucked, but I got some pretty good wings. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, I lo- it, let us know what what weird food, not weird, like what food people think that you eat that is stinky, and they don't want you to eat around them anymore. Yeah, what's your niche? How did you, how did you eat whitefish for the first time? Um, I think I I think I saw it on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. All of your food things are from Seinfeld shows. I almost okay. So it does look good though. All their food looks yeah yeah so good. So they make Larry David gets his own sandwich and it's whitefish and sable and he's like oh that's the worst that's (laughs) the worst and I was like I think that sounds pretty good. I like smoked fish. What sable? It's like another whitefish, but I think they serve it more like the lox where it's Mm. like not I love mixed up into something. Um, I feel like that must be where I had it first. Either that or no, I didn't have it in New York. So yeah, I think I had it like here for the first time, and I really liked it at Emerald City Bagels, but I didn't even know like what the good version of it was. Have you ever had gefilte fish? No, but I've heard it's. You said it was Swedish, kind of sweet. <sighs> yeah, it's like not good, but it kind of is good. Yeah. I would love to see you eat it. It just also looks kind of fucked up. That's the thing that throws me off. It kind of looks like like a pickled. Uh, you know, like they have like the pickled pig's feet in a jar. Yeah. It kind of has that same like gelatinous quality. Yeah, it's but when you take it out, it like holds its mold. Oh, really? You can make it homemade, but no one does that. Yeah, when you take it out, it's kind of like a can. I think so. I haven't had it. Yeah, it's kind of like a can. Mm. It's like a jar, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it looks like an applesauce jar. jar. Yes, yes. Uh, that was another curb episode. It was more recent, where like Larry convinces. Uh, Leon, who's played by J.B. Smoove, to eat watermelon in front of him. And so he gets gefilte fish. And he's like, and I like gefilte fish. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it was really good. Um, so funny. I also drive the same color and model car that Larry David had in the first few seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm completely by accident. Super, uh-oh, super fan alert. Super fan. And then uh, I had to go get a new license plate. And Chris and I are dying laughing. I was like, what if I get Seinfeld as the, <laughs> as like a custom plate? But it's so expensive. And then I was like, people probably, if you do something bad, they'll go, oh, Seinfeld. And they remember it. And then say, yeah, I didn't get that one. All your hidden runs ruined (laughs) by a simple love. (laughs) (laughs) By a simple love of a show about nothing. A show about nothing. Oh, that'd be a good license plate. Nothing. 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 I always, the personalized license plates are incredible. Are they expensive? Yeah. Like a regular license plate's like $200. How much is a personalized one? I think it's, it's like, like per letter. Yeah, I think you have to pay per letter. That's kind of psycho. And then you have to wait to get it in the mail. They like they'll just hand you one that some prisoner stamped out <laughs> if you just want the regular one. It was like one ninety five, um, because as soon as I moved or I forwarded my a- address to Flat Rock, yeah, my insurance was like, "Do you live in North Carolina now? You've got to get a new license within a month, or we'll kill you." And I was like, "Okay." Did you? I did. Yeah, because oh. my North Carolina wow, license. You are so. I- 
you are so adult. If like I forget sometimes that you're I mean, I know you're a real ass adult, but if someone told me to do that, I would just hope that it, it was fine. I'd be like, I don't need to get a new fucking license. Well, I think that it's because I was that person uh-huh. who would never do anything. And then it's always so expensive that it's like later on. It you is. just got to get it. And one, it went made my insurance go down. So that was good. One time at the school, my ID is it's not expired. But in California, when you get an ID and you're under 21, it's. Vertical. Oh, and it still says it's not expired. It still says my date. You can get a new one if you want, but you don't have to. And one time at the school, the one time someone was like, "You know, I, I technically could like not let you in right now with this." And I was like, "Because it said under twenty one on it." It didn't. No. It yeah. It said it said under twenty one in this year, but it had my correct date of birth on it. And they were like, "You have to get a new one. Other people won't let you drink." And it was the only person that ever, no one else has ever said anything about it. I'm a real stickler for the oh, rules. <laughs> you look cute. Thank you. I love licensed photos. So the fun thing about the North Carolina DMV is that they're wildly understaffed, right? Yeah. And so you go on the website to get a new license and there were no appointments for months, months. Like they were like end of April was like the earliest in the one in Hendersonville or uh-huh. like the area. So I drove like almost two hours to go get my license from Marion, North Carolina, and the, it, it was just wild. But they do help you a lot with the test because they don't want you to come back. So I'm looking at the little thing, and they're like, okay, what are these signs? And I go, um, that one's a median. He goes, island. I go, that one's an island. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like uh, what, the one with the truck going down like this. Yeah. I was like, incline. He was like, that's whatever. And I go, and I repeated what he said, and it was just like. They're just helping you cheat. Yeah, they just help you cheat because they do not want to see you there again. That is hilarious. Yeah, it was really it was really a great time. I am beside myself right now because I had no idea your name was Catherine. What? I had no fucking clue that's your real <laughs> fucking name am i dumb is every katie Catherine? no i think there's some katie's um because my mom wanted my name to be katie and her mom said that's not a real name so true so true girl yeah um so so you always have gone by katie yeah but your name is Catherine. if i get in trouble and i had no I- can i say what your middle name yeah, is? yeah i had no idea your middle name was ashley and i had no idea your social security number <laughs> i had no idea <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, the, the most Irish name in the planet. Catherine Ashley Hughes. I had no idea you were a Catherine. Mm-hmm. That judge, I can't even, I think you would be completely different if you went by Catherine. Oh, 100%. You'd wear lip gloss. Probably. We talked about lip gloss earlier. That didn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> my lip gloss is cool. My <laughs> lip gloss is popping. Uh, the only time I use my, that name is when I go to cookout. Because if I say Katie, the name's never right. Like, they're just like, Kitty. And then I get somebody else's food. And I'm like, oh. yay. <laughs> so then I go there. I go, they're like, what's your name? I go, Catherine. And it feels only, very foreign coming out of my mouth. I'm only Catherine at cookout. I'm only Catherine at cookout. Man, that cookout last night was in the street on Moreland. It was like, pull- yeah, it's crazy. Last night. Oh, yeah. Last night I had, I put on the <gasps> premiere show, me and Laura Garner. Please come to our next one if you're in Atlanta. It was called Cobra Comedy. It, it was, was great. At, it was really great. It was at Drunken Unicorn and MJQ. And um, Katie was, Katie slept over at my house last night. And I told her, I was like, oh, I'm going to go out, but I'll go meet you at home and let you in. And she went, I'm going to go to cookout. And so I swear See to in God, three hours. <laughs> I stayed at drunken unicorn at mjq for like another hour until i left to and you were still in line at cookout it was crazy 
But I guess it was like Sunday night late. I didn't know that like so many people would be there, it's but it was more than like going on a weekend night. Fucking uh, William Childress had a, such a funny joke. I'm going to butcher it, but the punchline was like, if he opened a cookout right next to that cookout, <laughs> it would be so successful. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He said, if I paid everyone just a dollar more. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need. I mean, even like the Crystal Burger was like full. It's like if you're if you're resorting to Crystal Burger, it's you're too far gone. I don't even know. Which one's Crystal Burger? The there's like uh, the cookout. Then there's like, I think a McDonald's. And then there's like a Crystal Burger. Get McDonald's out of here. Get the McDonald's. And Wendy's was full. Every one of them was full. Crazy. Yeah. Everyone was, everyone was coming from the big show, guys. It was the biggest show. I mean, how many people were there? Like 100? Yeah. I think there were 100. I was so nervous that no one was going to come. It <laughs> and, was really good. And then when everyone was there, I was so nervous everyone was going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous the whole time. <laughs> and then I drank so much tequila. <laughs> oh, is that what you were drinking? Yeah. Were they giving you free shots? Yeah. Nice. God, I don't. It's never ended well for me like that. I like a tequila. Like when I used to drink, I like a margarita, I guess. I don't I like, really like a drink of tequila. Yeah, it all sounds bad now, honestly. I think I'm never going to drink again. I knew I was fucked up because this morning, I told you this earlier, when I woke up, I saw that I had gotten myself a Gatorade Pedialyte last night, which good on me. Actually, Zach, Zach made me do it. But I had picked cherry limeade. And I walked in and I said, ew, why the fuck did I get cherry limeade? And Zach said at the gas station, I went, ooh, cherry limeade. <laughs> <laughs> and I grabbed it. I was like, you dumb bitch. And I got an orange one, too. And I drank the orange one last night. And then this morning, I had to drink this shitty cherry. I never would have gotten cherry. Drunk Jamar's playing pranks on you. <laughs> Ooh, this will be funny in the morning. You're like, this is hilarious when you hate. And it looks like cum. Why is it clear? It does look really cummy. It's milky and cummy. Yeah. That's the one you should have drank last night. I know. Should have chugged that one I would have been fine drinking it. This morning, Zach had an orange one. And I kept being like, how's your delicious one? <laughs> Did he offer to trade with you? Yeah, but I said I need to learn from my lessons. I had a feeling he would. Of I, f- I felt, because I know for a fact Chris would be like, do you want mine? Yeah, it literally. <laughs> and then I would have gone, no. Yes, but then I just proceeded to sip a lot of his. He didn't <laughs> I need just want to taste it. What does it taste like? He barely gets hungover. We had the opposite thing this morning. I wake up, right when I wake up now, I feel okay. And I, I should be worse off than I am. I really am a lot. Katie got me a Coca-Cola, which for some reason does something. Um all the sugar. But when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, I think this will be doable. I'm fine. And then when Zach woke up, he's never hung over, but he was like, oh, I don't feel good. And then like 10 minutes later, we like crossed paths and I was like, I am not good. And he was like, I'm fine. <laughs> Back to it. Probably because he had that orange fucking Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> he got all that vitamin C. All that fucking C. Yeah. If I was, I would not want to go to work, certainly after a, a night of merriment. No. God, I don't God know. God bless him. Don't know how he does it. He has to. He has Let's to. Let's not four. He's fine. He'll be good. Oh, I thought he was going like straight there. No, no, he was going home. Oh, good. Um, I wanted. To, we did a. Katie and I did a clean comedy show. You should be so proud. I can't believe it. And I was freaking out when I got there, and I found Katie. Because uh, I, someone, I, Katie gave my name to this person because she's very sweet, and then he reached out to me months ago and said. I'm having a comedy show. It was a fundraiser for an animal shelter. And he was like, it has to be clean. Like, do you have 12 minutes clean? And I answered like, 12 minutes, pshaw. Yeah. In my sleep, bitch. <laughs> well, that's what, because he's like, I've seen her before, but I didn't know she had clean material. I went, oh, yeah. 
We I will do anything to get a friend on a show. I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. She's more than me. So much clean material. It's great. We call her Mr. Clean. And it's not because she's losing her hair at a rapid pace because she used that shampoo conditioner. It's not because she wears a tight white shirt tucked into way too tall blue jeans. No, it's her jokes. And then I got there and I saw Katie. Uh, when I walked up, Katie was in the parking lot scribbling in her notebook and Just I chain knew. smoking going I don't have anything and I knew she was freaking out oh because then I thought I thought oh well I have I, th- I think that maybe had been I think I had done a clean set twice before honestly yeah. maybe once <laughs> maybe once I did a, a an REI show and that was clean um but uh but I thought I was like oh well this will be good because the only way I'll really do clean comedy is if i have to yeah and i thought oh it's not for like three months now this will encourage me to write some clean jokes or clean up some of my jokes but instead i spent the last three months writing jokes about how broke men eat better pussy (laughs) (laughs) so day of the show i was like i'm fucked i love that trick we play on ourselves like yeah i'm gonna get this done be a different person in a mere 90 days yeah, like, like, like i could decide what i'm gonna write about like i'm gonna be like i'm gonna write a joke about an elephant today right like, yeah. i could but it's gonna be some shitty late night joke um yeah so katie's like i'm severely underprepared but i knew she wasn't i just felt like okay here's here's why because i the whole queen of the castle thing i thought was gonna be clean and then when i got it it was like half a more explicit because of theme oh. not because i cursed or anything um, and so I was like, oh, is that going to be bad? And then once I talked to him, I was like, oh, I'm just going to make fun of the rules. Like that helped me kind of get in like the mindset. Um, I don't know if you heard the one joke I did where I go, he said nothing political, but I will say I'm triple vaxxed. Oh, I heard that. Rabies, distemper, <laughs> leptospirosis. <laughs> and was, I was like, okay, I feel good about this now. But that feeling, I feel like when you're a con, oh, and then I, so then I got there, but I was nervous, but I was like, it'll be okay. But then I got there and I, I, you know, I judged the audience. Okay. We all do it. Yeah. And they were just like older, all white, um, older rich old <laughs> they were old i was in line waiting with some woman one woman behind me complained the entire time everything she saw she had something to say <laughs> about it where are the hamburgers i'm like i don't know he's cooking them like what do you she's like are they cutting i'm like i don't know I, yeah you don't work there she's just like yeah, yeah screaming at god i don't know <laughs> and i talked to another woman who was like uh talking to me about her dogs and she told me this whole long story about a dog and then I thought she adopted the dog. She goes, I didn't get that one. <laughs> and then the hamburgers come out. She gets a hamburger. I go, what kind of dog did you get? She just walks away from me. That is. I never found out what kind of dog she got. It's because she <laughs> probably got a cat. <laughs> That's a cat lady. Well, also, that place was insane. Like, oh. in retrospect, we could have gotten paid a lot more, I feel like. The nicest animal shelter I'd ever been to yeah, in my Yeah, it was crazy. Life. It was like a, like a temple garden or something you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. it was just like, it was like a hotel it was like a hotel yeah there were fountains with koi fish koi fish are fucking expensive koi fish and like beautiful water features and trees and all this stuff and then i was like oh, i gotta go smoke in the parking it was, lot yeah. i can't i did find katie amongst the rubble and <laughs> the cars in the parking Do you know lot? how early i got there really i got there at, i thought it started at seven it didn't start till seven thirty. I got there at six. It started at eight. Oh, it did start seven thirty. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I thought he said because he said the food's gonna be out at six, and I thought that meant be there at six. Oh. And then I was like, Ugh. so yeah, that didn't go. 
quite as I planned. I was doing that thing as a as a comic when you're like, I gotta bide more time. Where I was looking around the room, trying to think of anything I could make a joke about. I was really going, white tablecloth, white tablecloth, <laughs> chair, chair, house, person, that person, that person. Um, but that and then I got freaked out because the person, whenever Ugh. someone in front of me, and no knock to this guy, but whenever someone in before me. Someone killing, fine. Someone killing so hard and they're like, could it be more different from me? I was like, oh, I am so fucked right now. Like they like he got so many applause breaks. Yeah. And I just could not have been on the more opposite end of my comedy spectrum. Like I could tell like, oh, he's probably always clean, a clean comic. Yeah. And I was like, they are going to hate. At that point, Luke Bentley, who's also a clean comic, the entire time was feeling good, but he was also very different from this guy. And he came up and he was like, oh, we might bomb. <laughs> yeah, I was really worried. Yeah, after the... Because even the guest spot did good. I was just like, oh, okay, I don't know what these people are going to want from me. Um, but they they like loved everything. I was really, really surprised. They were great. Yeah. I spoiler alert. I did great. She did great. <laughs> she has a 13. You know, you're supposed to do 12. You did 13 did all thir- clean. I did 13 all clean. Um, did you feel better? Like, did you feel less nervous watching oh, Luke and me do well? Yeah. When you did, I was like, okay, this will be okay. Okay. They don't hate women inherently. <laughs> Cause like, I don't know. I think there's something, you know, obviously different about men and women doing comedy. And people are like, okay, we'll accept this. Like, especially yes. if it's like a little dirty, that's they'll accept why, it from a man and not a woman. Yep. That's why I got nervous. It was fun. It, it was a good lesson for me, too, because I, I was like, okay, I didn't, I still felt like myself on stage. I just took, I didn't write any new jokes. I just had all my jokes and just edited out some of the dirty parts or the swear words. Yeah. But um, do you like, because you have a lot of clean, I, I want. I don't know. I feel I feel like I'm supposed to want more clean material because I can perform more places. Yeah. But it just for some reason doesn't feel in my like uh, top of my things to do in comedy is like to write more clean jokes. No, I think the well, what I would do is like knowing I had something clean coming up, like I was trying to do the album. I like tried to like go, okay, how do I make this still like still funny, but clean? Yeah. And so it was just like backwards engineering it. But like some some jokes just won't work. Like you're like broke guys eat the best pizza. <laughs> that would be funny if you replaced pussy with pizza. That's so funny. Broke guys eat the best pi- pizza. They eat a crust first, baby. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> I wonder if that. I wonder if you can get away with that. I don't know. The best pizza. I feel like they would afterwards this man came up to me and he was like very complimentary and he was like, I loved it. Da da da. Me and my date loved it. He was like, you know, you just like really put everything out there. Like you really just put everything. He went, but you weren't dirty. And we really like that. You know, you weren't dirty. So I don't think that audience even likes that stuff. And I was like, that's so funny. This man heard 12, the only 12 minutes I have where I don't say fuck every <laughs> fucking second. Well, you even took out like the like the last supper joke where you took out the word bitch. I was like, that hit just as hard. Yeah, that's fine. Chick. And I really like where you did the uh, why did you tell me you're a prom queen? You're like, this is a eulogy, I think you said. Oh, I usually. Yeah, I usually say that was really clever. Thank you. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So that was good to know you could change stuff. And I'm like, hmm, I'm a clean comic now. What can I say? Yeah, we're going on a, a church tour. A church. Look out, Andrew Stanley. They were okay. They liked clean, but they also seemed to not be ultra Christian. 
Yeah, because I seem to be like agnostic liberals. I was like all my jokes I thought through before making sure I was changing everything I had to change. And one of the guidelines we got was nothing like edgy along about like religious or political stuff. Mm -hmm. We also got a rule that was no animal abuse jokes. And I, you know, as a vegan, I love it. (laughs) And as someone who hits her dog, (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) As someone who's been known to scream, shut the fuck up. I've said this on stage before once at Noni's, but I really am like the worst type of vegan or like type of vegan because I've heard people say some like egregious shit into that microphone like at Noni's or at an open mic. And I'm like, well, you know, free freedom of speech. They're allowed to say whatever they want. They're trying stuff out. You know, did they say they're going to kill their mom? Yes. But, you know, they were going for something. And then the next person will go up and make a joke about like hurting a cow and i'm like we need to stop this monster (laughs) we can't just let anyone get on the stage and say anything you know what pre-signups are full for you (laughs) from now on actually why did you go eat your burger somewhere else (laughs) that was the funniest thing they had burgers and they're like no ill will towards animals it's like yeah i guess the the indoor ones yeah only the fun ones yeah cows are so fucking fun I always think of you uh, when I drive down uh, that Roper Road because there's so many cows on it. The one I, I drove uh, you down. Yeah. And some days they're very dirty. Oh, They're yeah. very muddy and they're all They need a little slopping. Bag. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was just standing in a creek the other day and I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> God, I want a cow so bad. My first... I've lost my fucking mind in Flat Rock. I'm like, you go, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, cow, honey. You go, cow. <laughs> they're just like kicking me in the head. <laughs> They tip. <laughs> you go spots. I call her spots because of her fucking spots. Cow bitch. Chris, come here. Look at my pets. He's like, these aren't your pets. Let's get you back to the home. <laughs> you moo. You go moo, girl. You moo, girl. Uh- <laughs> I picture you doing all of this in a very long t-shirt. <laughs> no pants. You know or it. Or like a house uh, robe. I've shuffled out of my parents' <laughs> house down the street to see these cows. When I was a child... Uh, the, a thought I used to think about very frequently that would always make me laugh for some reason was like the thought of I'd be in my kitchen and then just the thought of like the cow a cow in the kitchen used to make me laugh <laughs> so hard because there's so much bigger like when you think of a cow right now you think it's big but then when you see a cow I cannot believe I'm even talking about this it's so fucking they're it's huge. humongous yeah they're like a few hundred pounds right I don't know they must be I bet eight hundred. No way. I bet a cow is 800 pounds. I bet 400. Let's okay. look it up. 800? No way. Not 800 pounds. Listeners, pause right now and you guess. <laughs> How much, let's see, does a cow weigh? We're not going to edit this, guys. All right, let's see. How much does, does a, a cow, cow weigh? Let's see. Oh. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> what did you guess? 800. 800. And I, <laughs> yo, I'm stupid. I guessed 400. A male adult bull weighs... 2400 pounds i was and a female weighs 1600 i was pounds. half off like that's that, they that's weigh crazy. over a thousand pounds how much does a grizzly bear weigh and is that bigger than a cow because i'm scared now Let's about see. how big cows are grizzly bears oh wait i'm watching alone right now have you ever seen that show is it a it's like a reality competition. It's a competition show, actually. I shouldn't say it's a reality show. Basically, Voss is the one that told me about it. It's and I was just home with my family, and my dad only watches like things on the History Network and like shows about pawn shops and swamp people. So there's only certain things we can all watch together. So I put this show on because we'd all I knew he would like it. It's a survivalist show. Parents love pawn stars. Um, my dad has gone to like the original 
Did he meet Chudley? He meet Chumley, yeah. Chumley, yeah. He has a shirt. Chugly. That, he, he loves Chumley. He's a shirt that says "One Chum." He's a big Chumley fan. Oh my gosh. Um, he's got. Is he like American Pickers? I think so. He, and he he la- he likes American Pickers. He loves swamp. He's in his swamp era right now. He loves okay. Swamp people. He they went to when they went to <laughs> fuck my dad. He's so quirky. Like he doesn't like sports really, but he's t- cares a lot. Of, you know, he doesn't like sports at all, but he cares a lot about like this. He'll never spend money to like go see a sport game, a sport game. But when they were in Louisiana, they went on like a tour of like the people that have the TV show that live in the swamp. They like got to meet them oh. and go like on the swamp tour. And he was so wait, this is crazy. Grizzly bears weigh upward of seven hundred pounds. Maybe I was thinking how big grizzly bears are. So they weigh so much less than a cow. Could a cow beat a grizzly? No, they're not. Cows don't even eat meat. But you push the cow over on the grizzly bear. Oh, and I guess I guess in this scenario, the cow's on your team and the grizzly bear's solo. (laughs) You could, yeah, you could maybe if you like do that thing where you hit the back of the cow's like knee so it buckles onto the grizzly bear. Yeah. Now this is gonna be. I mean, it could happen in Flat Rock. We do both have bears and cows, Um, so this is not for your your. city dweller this is not advice anybody can no. use if you live in atlanta but oh but the show alone they yeah. all they're sur- so it's like 10 people they put them out in the middle of fucking nowhere this one's in alaska and they basically have to just survive on themselves they bring like a small bag of items they can have it's like a couple things but how you win is you have to be the last one standing but when you tap out no one else knows that you tapped out so you could be out there for like nine days 90 days like you're just trying to be the last one standing but they're always constantly i'm watching a season in alaska right now and the whole series is just like bears we're so scared of bears and they're not hanging out together no they drop off to the, like in little areas and they film themselves there's no film crew either they have to go film themselves so you could theoretically everybody gives up in a day you could be out there for two months yeah and you had no idea Fuck that afraid of bears i'd be so mad it's in the first season I watched the first season and they like could not quite figure out who to pick yet because the later seasons they have like real people coming who are survivalists who like are lasting and like doing things like getting hurt and like healing themselves. But the first season, for some reason, they just had guys that were like, I'm an outdoor dude. And everyone tapped out like pretty immediately. I like picnics. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Susan. I work in accounting and I love a picnic. <laughs> Literally one, one night one, this guy heard wolves and he was like, I'm fucking gone. I'm not. And I'm like, yeah, fair. I'd be gone too. But I didn't sign up to be on the show. Like, of course there were wolves. Did you not think there'd be wolves? Of course there's wild animals. <laughs> I heard a, I heard a rustling. I got to go. No, 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 no. I uh, I would not do that ever. No. The other one that naked one I didn't understand why you have to be naked. Naked and afraid. That's stupid. It's pretty dumb. It's just dumb. It's because the the name probably. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You pitch the name and then whatever else happens. And then you happens. go from there. I do say uh, I would say uh, I do love that your dad loves Madeline so much. Oh my god. I was like that's the exact right amount. The Madeline cookies. I yeah. posted a video on my Instagram of my dad. By the way, he already had a complete closet full of Madeline cookies. And then on the after dinner, we went to Trader Joe's and he literally cleared out all of the Madeline cookies from Trader Joe's. That's one of my top three treats to get at the Starbucks. Really? Yeah. Oh, he loves them. He ate like I watched him eat probably 40 that week. Oh, my gosh. He eats. He's so funny. He eats those. And then he loves he goes through phases. He's on a Madeline phase right now. They used to be um those little. Oh God, they're disgusting. Not it's like chocolate covered wafer with like a, a whoopie pie. 
A moon pie. A moon pie. A moon pie. That's very southern, not very west coast. He had to order them online. Okay. And get them shipped to him. That's so funny. What? I have like a yearly hankering for a moon pie, and then I take one bite and I go, I don't they're, like they're this. gross they're so dry so yeah they're always the driest fucking thing and he would order them to get delivered to him so he could eat them <laughs> what else did he have a hankering for he used to eat those donuts the hostess donuts i that's a that's a those when are, i'm on the road kind of snack for those me. ones are good but he just eats so many of them and then he gets tired of them moves on it's he's a, such a slender man he's not I the know. slender man but he is a, sli- <laughs> he's a slender man he does a lot of manual labor oh, okay he owns a laundromat and does a lot of yard work I thought of your family when we went to the laundromat one time in Hendersonville. Aww. And I went, I bet Tamar's family is better. It's this so place good. is scary. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kind of scary, but like yeah. fun scary. Yeah, like everybody walking in there, I'm like, are you a, a spirit? Are you a kind <laughs> spirit? <laughs> are you an apparition? Oh, I thought of you because I was looking through a wait. I took a picture of it, actually. I thought of that uh, letter you gave me that that woman wrote. F- in case oh, the she tomatoes died. letter? <laughs> In case she died while her dog was at the dog- doggy daycare. Matilda loves tomatoes. Do not, not let, let her, her eat them, them, for they are toxic. They are toxic. So fucking funny. I found, I was going through my grandparents' stuff, and my grandfather, so my grandfather used to own the laundromat that my dad owns, and my grandparents also kept literally everything. Like, my grandma kept... <laughs> Every receipt, every business card is so much shit in there. I wonder if I can find it. I'll just remember what it said. But there was a little business card from, and it was dated 1962 that said, I came in to use a washer at 12.04 p.m. And my clothes came out dirtier than before. (laughs) (laughs) I come weekly and I would like a refund of 75 cents. And then they signed their name. That was like a house payment back then. 75 cents. Can you believe that? That's crazy. A round of laundry here is one fifty. I tell you, times are changing. Times are changing. I just throw my clothes in that laundry chute out there. <laughs> oh wait, that's the garbage. <laughs> no! Where do boys. they go? Where do those bags go? Where do they go? Heaven. They do all trash goes to heaven. I was sitting there going, Wow, I didn't know. How do the trash get picked up? How do the trash get picked up? <laughs> it really was blowing my mind. Like does it falling into a dumpster? I think it must be falling into a dumpster. We're but talking about the trash chute right now, right outside my door yeah, in my apartment. I, I've got a very limited scope of experiences, and this is really... <laughs> <laughs> Have you never had a trash chute before? No, I've only seen them on, like, TV. It probably goes to someone they don't like their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody who won't move out. Yeah. And they're like, just redirect the trash chute to their apartment. I did see a beautiful Rottweiler that last time I was here. That was exciting. I didn't know there could be animals in the building. Technically, okay, well, when I moved in, they were like, if you have an animal, you just have to pay a fee. And I went, I don't have an animal. And then when I was Axe J moving in, she went, no animals are allowed. But if you see people that have animals, they're probably allowed to because they're support animals. This was not a support Rottweiler. Yeah, so I think you just have to lie <laughs> or pay the fee online to get it. Oh, that's true. You can thing. just lie. Yeah, yeah my yeah. friend Krista has a... Uh, uh, well, she had a pit bull that she that she got DNA tested, and one of the breeds that came back in like the you know plethora of them was like Beagle, Aww. or Dachshund, one of those two. It was like yeah. a small dog, and so that's what she put on the uh, service animal thing. So, because you can't have a pit bull or whatever, you can't. 
like a lot of places like especially places As i've been looking at or a- i think and like they're just like this building does yeah. not take pit bulls yeah. or whatever um and then i think she wound up having like three cats and two dogs in that apartment which was great uh good good way to get around the system because you should be able to have your animal like i mean not that i'm you know saying that you should have like a wild pit bull or anything but it's like you know some dogs are nice yeah they're all different and there's so many pit bulls that like at the animal shelter it's just all fucking pit bulls my dog my fam, my parents dogs emily was a part pit bull but when they got her it said brown lab yeah there's a lot of lab mixes it's not a brown lab at all oh is that a lab mix okay it's uh-huh. a pit bull yep oh that lab has a big blocky head <laughs> wide if, shoulders uh, if elizabeth warren is native american then this pitbull is a beagle <laughs> by god damn it <laughs> how do you feel about marianne williamson is she our next president which one's she she's like the real crystal clutchery one who's like uh last time she was on the debate she was like i don't think so girlfriend like oh she, my god like, shit like that i love her so much she's never gonna be the her. president Come but on. she used to be like oprah's spiritual advisor oh that's crazy yeah i'm so in and them. she's just got like this old like like waspy accent like from like the north like up northeast and like just very like i don't she posts a lot of pictures of birds on her twitter i really like her she's never gonna win but i like her she's like it's all about love you know it's like okay (laughs) she won't win no no she won't win who is gonna be our next president it's gonna be the battle of the elderly men again can you believe joe biden is like almost 90 years old he is so old. I'm surprised he's not older because he, he acts. He's so old. He's so old. He's so old. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. What? He looks really bad. He's always falling down. He can't talk. He can't. And then you say, like, if you say that somewhere, people are like, <sighs> like, you can't really talk about him on stage a lot. Like, people get, yeah. especially you can't post about it. People be like, yeah. I mean, Trump's looking bad. They're all looking bad. Oh, they don't. None of them. Well, when you already start out, like those photos of Obama aging, it's like you can tell he got older during the presidency, but he was always handsome. But um, God, Trump was never good looking. Sorry, did you mean look bad like physically or like? Yeah, they're print? looking yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like just real melting. like droopy. They're yeah, melty, melty. Yeah, it's really bad. And then I forgot who I was listening to. Somebody, like, I think it might have been a podcast, so it's probably not even true. <laughs> but somebody said Hillary was going to run again. I'm like, she better not. How old is she? She's. I think she's, like, as old as Joe Biden. She, why would she, if she was going to win, it already happened, girl. Like, you're not you going to win. It's not going to happen. No. Sweetie. I, did I just happen. sweetie Hillary? I'm sorry. Sweetie. I hate women, I guess. It's not going to happen, sweet cheeks. I mean, yeah. I, well, there's like some like thing where it's like the longer you're in the public eye, the less people like you, especially in politics. Yeah. So like you kind of have to hit that sweet spot of like, we know about you. We know what you've done, but we haven't seen all the bad shit you've done. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. I wonder why someone would want to be the president. The narcissism. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think narcissism, some sort of legacy. Um, self-enrichment yeah weird i can't even imagine yeah i've been watching a lot of Grey's anatomy Mm. and i already like don't trust doctors really like i don't think doctors are bad people but i just i just doctors are very human to me because i just feel like i've seen a lot of doctors make like a lot of mistakes and it's just unfortunate that you know they they are normal people and the decisions they're making are higher stakes i'm a big Big, comp- big proponent of getting always getting second and third opinions but um well yeah they don't go oh i was last in my class they just go as a doctor yeah literally but watching Grey's anatomy is definitely making that worse because 
they just like all fuck each other on the show and they're so inappropriate and like so dumb and crazy and i'm like and like and like you know there was an anesthesiologist who was drunk on the just seeing the show even being dramatized i'm like i need to stop watching this because i will feel so (laughs) getting anxious about having to go to hospitals well you know what's funny is like law and order because they're kind of like similar they're both procedurals like law and order was like kind of gave everybody like the idea of how police work that they quote unquote work yeah. do you know what i mean like oh the, the crimes always get solved and the bad guy always gets caught and so that's like a really big part of propaganda but who mm. whose propaganda is anti-medical establishment <laughs> because that's really what that is it's like don't go to the doctor they're all gonna be fucking in the break room they and- do make them good doctors though like they're like the chief of surgeon uh dr mcdreamy like he's a good you know he's good at what he does but then it's so it's so funny because sometimes someone will come in like people come in with nothing and they end up dying and then people come in with something crazy and they save their lives it just overall makes you feel like oh god is this real? Yeah. <laughs> is this really what happens? I'm so curious how I know a lot of it's not. I came accurate. one with a cough and they gave me staph infection. Literally, they literally. Yeah. Someone comes in for something and it's like that tattoo got infected earlier, huh? And they die from the tattoo infection. Oh my god, I can't watch that. No, it's such a. I used to watch so it when fun. it was like early seasons. I'm loving it. And there was one where somebody exploded and they <laughs> turned into a. They described it as a pink mist, and I was just like. I have not seen that one. That's yet. too intense. <laughs> exploded. Yeah, somebody exploded. It's got a- exploded. Excuse me. Sorry to be passive <laughs> in my tense, but they got exploded. It's a great show to watch because it could never be made today. Like, it's just like such a soapy. But there's so many things that just aren't how. When you like, said Doctor McDreamy, I remembered that they all had little like Doctor McSteamy, and then I go, Are these adult women? <laughs> Are these accurate represent? Like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like, all right, you have nemococcal phlebitis. <laughs> and they go, oh, he's McDreamy. It's so, like, how the, how everyone's written. But the acting's good, which is why I think it's you're able to watch it. Mm. But, like, just, I, it makes me curious. I'm like, huh. Like, some of the plot lines would never be plot lines today. Like, one of the earliest plot lines is that Rachel McAdams. Is it Rachel McAdams? I think it's, no. Yeah, I think it's her, her character. She... So she's an intern. The girl from Mean Girls? Fuck me. Let me see. The blonde girl. Is it her? Um, Catherine Heigl? Yes. Yeah. She's in, she's in Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Catherine Heigl. Yeah, yeah that was Rachel like her McAdams. big break. And then they put her in every fucking movie yes. that she was terrible Catherine. in. So her big, I mean, maybe you remember her big plot thing in the beginning is that she was a, she's a model and she is a model, a successful model, and then also becoming a doctor. And everyone gives her such a hard time about it and, like, makes fun of her. And then there's this one part where, like, she – an ad she shot is in a magazine. Uh-huh. Her and her – she's, like, in underwear laying down for perfume. And someone, like, takes it and posts it all over the break room and stuff. And they're all making fun of her. And she's like, I was – I did that to, like – I paid my way through medical school. I don't have any debt. And I'm like, could you imagine in any world that someone's, like, a, such a successful model that they're in print ads – and people are making fun of them for it. They yeah. like call her Doctor Model. I'm like, that would that's not real. Paging Doctor OnlyFans would be the new version of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be the new one. They yeah. were all act- and then she she gets all mad that when she sees it all around the break room and she's like, Oh yeah, you wanna see it up close? And then she literally takes off her clothes and she's like, These are breasts. This is a buttocks. And then she gives They're this called whole, boobs, Ed. <laughs> this whole empowering speech. And then she's like, I have no medic I have no debt because of what I 
you know, it's not, that's not a shameful thing to be a model. I know. Getting flown to like Cancun to like take pictures on the beach. That's insane. Literally being so good at it that. See, that's the propaganda. I feel like that's the propaganda of the show is like that the woman's body is shameful and embarrassing. Yeah. I'm like, it's not like she was, if she was a failed model. (laughs) <laughs> and you just found these weird photos of her online. Okay, I guess you could try to go with that. But it's like she's made so much money doing it. Yeah, she was like, I'm an Instagram model, and she had like 42 followers. Yeah, that <laughs> would be pretty funny. funny. That yeah. would be hilarious. But I remember the uh, the cute Italian guy. He was like a misogynist. Alex, yeah. Yeah. And then I remember Catherine Heigl married Denny. Wait, I haven't found that. No. One. Who's Denny? That was like the guy. He's in Walking Dead. Oh, my God. I have not met him yet. Okay, spoiler alert. Sorry. Spo- you won't remember any of this You're by so the right. time you get to it. <laughs> You're so right. There's so many episodes. There's so many episodes. Uh, yeah, I kind of stopped watching that one. Uh, trying to think. Oh, yeah. I was telling you about Dead Dead to Me. If you guys haven't seen Dead to Me, please check it out. It's, it took me like four years to finish the whole series. <laughs> But I wish I had finished it, like, watched it all together sooner, because it was really great. Are you watching season four of Love is Blind? No, I haven't seen that one. There was a character, there's a woman on it named um, Bliss. And the entire time I was watching, I was like, God, who does she sound like? She sounds like someone. She sounds so familiar. Who is it? And then last night I realized, oh, my God. She sounds exactly like when Brittany Dent, who's a comic in Atlanta, does a voice in her jokes. Oh, really? When Brittany Dent does her joke where she's like, um, unfortunately, I uh, I have to leave early today because unfortunately my boyfriend has been murdered. Yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend has <laughs> Whenever been murdered. Whenever she does an impression of someone, that is exactly who this woman sounds like. I love that joke. That's really funny. It's so good. That's yeah, great. I love that joke, too. Unfortunately, my boyfriend has, has been, been murdered. murdered. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh that was a fun show we did, all three of us. Out yes. In, surprisingly fun. It was great. In Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia? Columbia. Columbia. South Carolina at a brewery where we didn't know what the vibe was. Could not tell if they knew there was going to be comedy or not. And they wound up being great. I felt like I had someone had told me, a comic had told me when I posted the poster for the show that it was a great room. Mm. So I had good high expectations. But then it was a free show, and when we got there, yes, it seemed like some people were unaware that there was a show happening. So then we got a little nervous that we drove three hours for an ambush comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> but that ended up being great. Yeah, it was really fun. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, you did great. Thank you. You did great. Thank Brittany you. did great. It was really yeah. She like really broke them open. Yeah, and made made it possible for us to do great. But yeah, that one was cool. Yeah, what other shows happened? Uh, I've just been doing a lot of... I did the Great Eagle in Asheville. How was that? that was, I've never performed there before. Where is that? It's on... Uh, it's like in the River Arts District. And like I'd been to like a bunch of concerts there before. Like little folksy concerts. But uh-huh. it's really perfect for stand-up. And they just filmed Joe Zimmerman. Like Nate... You know Nate Bargatze's like producing specials now? Oh, cool. So I watched the um, Mike Vecchion one, which was in Nashville. Cool. At the Zanies. And then this one was at Great Eagle. Uh, and it seemed, I mean, Joe Zimmerman's great. He's very funny. Uh, but I opened for Ben Roy there and it was like such a beautiful room. I was like a little nervous, but I did deer trick. I, I, I'm going to put a little, uh, super cut together of me doing tomorrow's. Let me hear you friggin' scream. <laughs> because if I, if I'm nervous about something, I'm like, Oh, let's see how this goes. It's the best. It's very funny. Having something you could say before your joke and getting everyone to scream. I mean, don't do that thing because that's me and Katie's thing now. But uh, <laughs> do something else. It's game changer. I won't do it on TV. If I ever get on TV, I'm going to go, 
Jimmy Fallon, no one <laughs> I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I would no, I'd, I'd be honored. Um, as long as you plug the podcast at the end, it's fine. Oh, yeah. I want to get one of the big, like, the fake records. Yeah, with the podcast. It's mm-hmm. always so funny. Yeah. Well, I feel like, okay, so here, I know that we wanted to do, like, some merch eventually. So, mm-hmm. like, that's going to be my next goal is to, like, get that together. Like, kind of come up with, like, a design. Because it took me so long to do my taxes. Like, I couldn't <laughs> think about anything else. I, can I be honest with you, Katie? I don't even do my taxes because I'm a, a dependent because I'm 17 years old. Oh, lucky. So I cannot even imagine. And nor do I want to because it's very quick. It's very, it's coming up for me probably next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, because you have to do all like, you'd have to do self-employed stuff. Yeah. Oh, such a pain in the fucking ass. It's terrible. Even showing them my, to move into this apartment, I had to show them my last like, they said give us your last six pay stubs like so and i was like oh my god i printed out like <laughs> six <laughs> weeks of venmos i showed them my bank account i'm showing them all these please, other <laughs> these are my six weeks of venmo 800 <laughs> transactions 40 dollar profit <laughs> i'm bringing in checks from the laughing skull i'm printed out some other payment i got from when i tempt one time it was a fucking was it enough money yes but it really didn't look like it when you were just holding all the paper it was a disaster that's what i was scared of because like going to i mean going to look for a place in la it's like i ne- i have never in my whole life thought i would be able to live there yeah and I only can because I've been like saving all my money for. Yeah. Well, if you live in a really cheap place that is um, that attracts bullets, the rent is so low <laughs> that you could that you could really save up some money. And then living at my parents, like that's like six paychecks that I don't have to spend. Katie, basically, the bullet attractor. I'm the bullet yeah. attractor. I've got just such a magnetic personality. <laughs> um. So yeah, that like I'm like okay, I'll be fine. We'll be fine. Everything's fine. But then I'm like, will they believe that I make money? They always act like they're not going to. And then once you like down, when I told the woman I was a stand up comedian, she laughed and I went fair. And then when it's I. Because you're so funny. Yeah, I was already. She so laughed. <laughs> and then when I showed her all the stuff, she was like, all right, well, you know, my boss will look through it, but she's a real. She's very thorough. And then I got a call the next day from the boss that was like, yep, you're all set. You don't need a guarantor or anything. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So they make it seem. I think they really try to intimidate you out of it for some reason, in a way. I don't know why. It's all, There's a lot of businesses like that where they're like, they want your money. Yeah. But they don't want to get it. Yeah. <laughs> they act like they don't want to get your money. The thing is. Because <laughs> it's like the animal shelters like that. They're like, okay, this dog costs $300, but you have to talk to 12 people to get it. Or like this apartment, you need to like show us every time you ate at McDonald's in the last year <laughs> so we know that you're not spending your money unwisely. <laughs> And so I'm, like, scared because it's, like, all the places out there are, like, you have to have 2.5 the amount of the rent gross, which is great because gross is way better than net. Yeah. Wait, what's the difference? So gross is pre-tax and then net is post them taking out insurance and taxes and all that shit. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. So, like, gross is, like, so, like, all the places I'm looking at are so expensive, but I'm, like. I did just get a promotion at work. You got it? I've been doing... I got it when I was in your room. Oh, my God. Yeah. Congratulations, Thank you so much. Catherine. Catherine's a copywriter. <laughs> I'm not a junior anymore. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, it was great. It was... Um, Thank you. It was... Uh, I was sitting there and, like, you know my work. A lot of times there's nothing to do. That's why we're <laughs> podcasting during the day. <laughs> and, like, um, so my boss, like, messages me. I was going to go meet Fosky at the park because he's hanging out with Bonnie out there. Sweet and Bonnie. so I get a message. And he's like, hey, can I talk to you? Oh, my God. And I was like, well, 
today's the day I'm getting fired. <laughs> Why wouldn't I get fired, you know? Like, everything else has gone so good. And then he goes, oh, no, I wouldn't have said, hey, exclamation point, if, it, if you were getting fired. And I was like, all right, well, that's a very subtle thing good to think to about. <laughs> and then, like, he was like, um, they're going to ask you if you want to be, pr- like, ask you if you're, like, good with, like, whatever they're going to give you or whatever. You just sign a thing. And then they had, like, a little ceremony on the Zoom call the next day of, like, 12 people got promoted. Aww. It was very cute. And then the boss lady who, I don't, I, I like her as a character, uh-huh. but I don't know if I like her. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Ap- uh, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Like, she's got a lot of, she says a lot of things where I'm, like, based, and then I'm, like, you're insane. <laughs> Like, she was like, I don't care about TikTok stealing my info. American companies already do that. Okay. And I'm like, based. Yeah. And then she's like, I love Lori Lightfoot. And I'm like, I have to I have to quit now. <laughs> I have to quit this job, I guess. Um, very much like identity politics. Okay. But she talks about it at work, which I think is not good. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Because it gives me an opinion of you now. Yeah. I shouldn't have any opinions of no, my boss. just your boss. Yeah. And so, like, she's going through all the people who got promoted. She got all the pictures off LinkedIn, and I put up <laughs> a picture of me doing stand-up <laughs> for my LinkedIn profile picture uh-huh. because I feel like that's the only reason I have a job. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's good for people to know. And also, I just got my hair done by Laura Austin, so you I was like a really – I do love it. Done. I got it done recently. It looks really Thank good. Thank you so much. She Brad t- told me you got it done. Oh, yeah. He said, he said it looked nice. And I was really like, oh. Um, and so – she also taught me how to do my own bangs, which I was like, you're just setting me up for failure. To cut them? Yeah. Katie. No, I don't would never. I do What'd you say? So you go, you pull them down the other way, and then you cut. And I went, you know what? That's nice to know. <laughs> I won't be doing that. I think we could try it once, maybe. Yeah, it's like you pull it down, okay. and then you cut this way. And I'm like, I can't no. look in a mirror and do anything. That's crazy that she would recommend you cut your own Cause, bangs. Because she was like, when do you want to schedule again? And I was like, oh, I'm moving, which was very sad, because... Never get to go. I went and got my hair done. You when you come out here, you'll have to just have it when you come out here. That's true. Do yeah. what I do when I go back to California. For some reason, I do like all my doctor's appointments, even though I have a doctor here. <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. It's like that's why I had to go to Target today. I'm like, well, I guess I'll wait till I'm in Atlanta to get my prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> but I also went and got the same pair of glasses, but with sunglasses, so I can see in the car now. Oh, game really changer, good. baby. It'll be really, really good. No, not so I can see, so I won't be blinded by the sun. Game changer. Game changer, yeah. I haven't had sunglasses in a minute. Um, what did they do for the ceremony? Oh, so, like, she goes, and Katie Hughes, and she goes, I guess she does stand-up. <laughs> and I go, I guess I do. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. I guess she does stand-up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she has a cute little hobby. <laughs> Basically. Outside of work, no. The work is the, the hobby. The work is the hobby. The job is the hobby. The job is the side hustle for sure. And I'm the hobbit. <laughs> Lord of the Rings reference. Keep up. But we, uh, yeah, like I've been on a couple different brands since I started working there. And I feel like I can't talk about the brands like when I'm doing them. Uh-huh. But as soon as I'm off, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So my most recent one was I had worked and my mom was so like so mad. She uh, Pfizer. I was working for Pfizer. Your mom doesn't like Pfizer? No, she's a boomer. We don't trust <laughs> Pfizer. She goes, I got a, it's probably too, it's probably too far back in the text messages, but she goes, I got a line for you. I just texted it to you and it just said, Pfizer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so good. Yeah. So I was trying to sell um, the Khloe Kardashian headache pill. 
Uh, oh, okay. Nurtec. Yeah. Nurtec ODT, the only orally dissolving tablet on the market. Go off. Um, and so I was trying to do a bit about that. And, like, it worked one time. And I was like, I don't think I'll ever do that again. Um, but then they, like, immediately took us off that. Hmm. It was very weird. And then I was on Moen, the faucet brand. Okay. Now I'm off that. What? I don't have a brand that I'm working on right now. So Whoa. I got a promotion. And then they were like, and no more work ever uh, again. Your dream. I, yeah. Literally your dream. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to John Marco one time. I was like, well, work was slow this week. He goes, you know, I've never heard you say work was busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there, but I'm part of it. And now you're now you're going to are you in charge of anyone now? Not in charge of anybody, but I am mid level, which is the job I've been doing the whole time. Yeah, so you're like not mid. I'm not mid. Like junior copywriter is like just the uh like just execution or deliverable. So basically like the the Instagram post, the Twitter, all that stuff. But like mid level is like where you're like thinking of the campaigns like bigger overarching thing where okay. it's like what will be our big campaign for this and i'd been doing that the whole time yeah and then i think senior is like you're going to the meetings and you're pitching them cool. yeah that's Which great i feel like this is fine for me yeah you're good i don't ever here. need anything else we're good yeah i just don't want junior in my title anymore i know you're not a junior i'm not a junior i'm a mid-level you're, you're mid you're I'm not mid. junior you're mid i'm mid i'm that kush i'm a kush copywriter <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was exciting. I was glad about that for the move. I think that'll be helpful. But yeah, I was gonna try to get all my like Venmo stuff too, because like I feel like the work will like hit like the exact amount, and then, like yeah. And then you need to like prove that you got a little extra something little coming. More. Yeah. And nothing proves um, financial stability more than Venmo receipts. Yeah. Hey, can I <laughs> text emojis. you some Venmo receipts <laughs> with emojis in the payment thing? After I had to do that, though, I was like, I need people to stop saying wild shit in my right? Venmo thing. I was thinking, do I need to get a business Venmo? But then you have to report it for taxes. I still do. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> Anyone listening? Because, like, I report taxes. I mean, after the podcast, I'll show you all my spreadsheets if you want to see how I do it. But it's, like, it's probably not the best accounting method. But I literally just go, like, here's all my mileage. Here's what I ate. Here's this. And then they change the rules every year. So last year, it was, like, okay, 50% of the meals you eat on the road. Anything you eat on the road. Gas station food to a steakhouse. You yeah. get 50%, like, um, of that comes out of your uh, – like the amount of money. So if I made $100 and I spent 50 on food, it would look like I, I made $75. Okay. Basically. But now they're like, any meal you eat in a restaurant, you get to claim 100% of it. Oh, what? But do you know how many meals I've eaten in gas stations that I can't count now? I was Fuck. furious. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to have to eat at restaurants now. Yeah, that kind of Not rocks. be a little like raccoon eating like <laughs> Donettes in my car. <laughs> So uh, that was good. And then, like, the mileage and then, like, getting all the podcasting equipment. Like, I literally have not – the last, like, three or four years I've paid taxes, like, yeah. thousands of dollars. God. Because, you know, just comedy money. I never, like, save enough, you know, whatever. But this year they're like, you'll get $200 back. And I was like, I spent, I spent enough money to get money. Isn't that weird? That's, it, makes, it all makes no sense. It makes sense, but it all makes no – I guess it's, like, to – improve the economy like so like if i'm buying this that means that we're doing something that means also like the people who made it and sold it are getting money god it's just so and then you write it off and then it acts like you didn't make that money for comedy and i brought that camera so it's like all of it gotten written off are you serious right now we are recording a podcast i'm so sorry whoever this is 
I don't know who it is. Buzz off. Do you want to answer it on air? On air, we're live. All right. Oh my god, it's probably spam. Oh my god, I'm nervous. Hello. <gasps> okay, we okay. We had to cut because we thought it was gonna be a fun spam message, but um, it was just a genuine phone call from a, a person. It was a genuine phone call. Someone trying to book Katie, and uh, Katie can't do it. And then Katie did that thing <laughs> where she went. But Tamar will probably be here. Um. <laughs> Again, for a spot I'm underqualified for. for hey, for you're headlining headline. the Asheville queer comedy thing. Why can't you headline anything else? I am. I have my first headlining spot this month. I um, wish I could do that character as good as you because I was going to be like, oh, you've been in Atlanta for <laughs> two years. I just can't do it. Cody and I were like dying about it. He's like, she's such a good actress. Like, you believe it. You're I, like, <laughs> I have this character I do with Katie when we're on a show. I play. I do it all the time. It gives me so much anxiety because I'm like, this feels so real. I play um, comic that's been in the scene for 10 years. <laughs> and Katie is like two years in and she's much better than me. And I give her all these passive so anytime we're at a show together she's closing it out and i'm always like oh wow that's are you nervous i i've actually never even closed out this show before you must be so nervous because um people here you know there are different there are different vibes they probably won't get your silly little pussy jokes uh, <laughs> oh wow you know you probably shouldn't take gigs you're not ready for yeah but you're, you'll learn ah uh, i mean it's such I, a good character i just hope you learn from like you don't want to get things too early too early so. <laughs> It's such like uh, it's such a character we all know. I know I do it to her con so it's much. It's very fun. funny. Like the whole like uh, that whole night at model phase, you just keep coming up and be like, oh, oh, you're not gonna wear your underwear for the underwear comedy <laughs> party. <laughs> what else? You were writing. Oh fuck! I said I was really in the pocket. Really, I love being that character. <laughs> it's to a you. good character. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh well. I wonder if that's a character that's in every like, not just art community, but like every like business space. Yeah. Like, is there somebody who's, like, still a junior copywriter after 10 years yeah. and somebody comes in two years in to be a senior copywriter? Oh, you got hired as that? Oh. <laughs> wow, you must be really good friends with the book. Oh, I didn't know you and uh, the booker were such good friends. I didn't know you were sleeping with the booker. Headlining. <laughs> oh, I said, I said, I would just be really careful. Because um, <laughs> people already kind of, you kind of have a reputation for, like, fucking comics. So I wouldn't just keep doing it. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Your boyfriend came. That's cute. It's, you know, it's tough after a little bit, like, to maintain a relationship. So, probably, you know, after a while, in my experience, like, you know, they get fed up and cheat on you. So oh, does he do comedy, too? Oh, cute. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Can I tell you something that gave me a lot of anxiety because I yes. didn't want to do it was us roasting each other. Oh, really? No, I don't want to roast you. Oh, that's fine. Nor do I want to be roasted by you. I was. How come? Because you're very good at it. And oh, I'm, I thought you were, I literally was like, I have to prep now because Katie's going to rip me to shreds. No, I think you're very cool and I don't have anything what? mean to say. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't have anything either. I was going to have to sit down and think about it. I did not, you did not strike me as the person though that wouldn't want to get roasted, which is more common than I thought. Most people don't want to get roasted no i think in per like in conversation like if we're like just shooting the shit yeah. totally fine like let's make fun of each other but like to sit down and write those mean things and have to think about them i'm like i would just rather not like that's why i like character roasts and not yeah. real roast that makes sense i've done like one real roast here and it was for like matthew english's birthday Cute. and i couldn't even write real jokes like <sighs> i couldn't even do roast jokes for that i just pretended i was his his conversion camp counselor that had fallen in love with him. That is so fucking funny. So it was like still jokes and it was yeah. still fun, but it I I you just weren't can't Katie. be me. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair. I'm I'm roasting Joe Smith now. 
Well, that I could do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. He had to. I feel like comics who are like at our level or, you know, like just like know yourself on stage and all that stuff, like you kind of already have like a grasp on your own persona and you're already doing that. So it's yeah. kind of like, like a roast joke is, you know, like if, you know, somebody brings you up on stage and you kind of like riff that, yeah. I think that's fine. But like, I don't know. They really stick with me. I did not like doing you look like. Oh, really? No. I love those. No, I didn't. I like writing for other people. I just don't want to be on stage doing them. That's so forgot. That's so I'm very sensitive. I didn't know that because <laughs> I'm fine. I think I'm fine with it because I had the most. I had this awful director when I was a, my childhood theater director would scream at us and tell us we were stupid. And I think like ever since then I was like I'm fine. Like water off a duck's back. Like yeah. I've never really been like offended by a roast joke or like, oh god, is that really what? I guess maybe because when I'm writing them, I don't actually think what I'm. Like, it comes from such a seed of truth. I'm like, all right, well, Katie has glasses, so what can I write about glasses? And yeah. It's something ridiculous, but it's not like, it's not like I just thought of it off the cuff. And I know, like, somebody, like, like you wouldn't be, like, genuinely mean about it. <laughs> Katie's a big dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like when people try to write a joke and the joke isn't good, but it is also true, yeah. that, those are the worst. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be part of that. What I, I think roast, I think every roast should have like a. That's why I thought that that roast for Noel Appling was like safe and then it offended it. Like, because I was like, I thought, I just went, oh, I thought black guys were supposed to have cool shoes. Yeah. I was like, the simplest thing. And then it like, everybody was in an uproar and I was like. <laughs> but that was good. It, it was, was good. Yeah. But it was really like just me trying to be as nice as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's the problem. I mean, inside. You're, um, so, you're just so good at roasting. Did you like guest hosting it though? Oh, I loved it. Oh, yeah. I want to guess host. That was so really, fun. really fun. And then you, like, get to do your set, and they kind of already know who you are. So it's kind of – you don't usually like that version. I'd rather do a set and then have them yeah. do, like, a panel or whatever afterwards. But, yeah, it was uh, – I really enjoyed that. And Luke's so good at it. Yeah, he really is. Well, I'm glad we're not doing it then. I, I literally had no idea that it was giving you anxiety. No, I was like, I don't I don't want to write anything mean about my, my sweet friend. <laughs> Tomorrow lets me stay at her place so much. I should pay rent. <laughs> Like, that would be, like... <laughs> I guess I'll just write, throw away all the disgustingly offensive jokes I wrote about you. <laughs> no, I don't have anything. Katie made my house smell like whitefish. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call Katie? When I heard wh when I heard we were having whitefish for dinner, I thought, oh, Katie's pussy's in town. <laughs> they're, all, they're all about your pussy. <laughs> uh, uh, Okay, good. I'm glad we got that out. Good. Um, I could tell that was making. I could tell it was eating you alive. It was eating me up inside. Um, let me. Okay. So, so in other news. Okay. So this is a follow up. Yes. To our love line um, oh that God. we had on Valentine's Day. You know, three months ago. Three months really. ago, our last episode. <laughs> um, also, afterwards, I'd like to discuss like, I had some ideas for segments. Oh, love it. Yes. Yes. So, so this was, yeah, we had someone call and ask us advice about a date they were going on that they were really looking forward to. And they called and left us and, and we gave them some good advice about the date, about going to a second location, things like that. And um, probably some other really good nuggets of wisdom, obviously. And uh, they called and gave us an update. And now when you said second location, that immediately made me think like, ladies, <laughs> don't ever go to a no, second no. location <laughs> with someone who's abducting you because no. they will kill you there. Don't do that. But on a date with a lovely person such as this. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play this uh, and, and you guys will get the conclusion that you, you all desired. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is Atlanta's. Formerly most 
eligible bachelor, <gasps> comedian, and freak of the pod, Luke. Uh, second time caller. <laughs> Little to never listener. But um, I got an update on my Valentine's Day question. Went on a date with a girl who does not live in town. Best friend's wife, best friend. Uh, it was good. She came to a show after. Uh, homicide up there, murder. But, you know, that's, that's not rare. You know, <laughs> what are things that are rare? I don't know. Katie, on a good hair day, tomorrow, not screaming into the microphone. Those <laughs> things are rare, but LB crushed it for the old, the old date. Anyway, we are three days in. Things are going well. So, I guess my question is, um, tips on a semi- uh, long distance relationship. Um, she lives about an hour and a half away. I've been driving up there. It's been good. Um, but that's what the, the advice question is. And let me just say this again. I, you know, I don't really listen to this podcast, but I appreciate the advice. Thanks, fam. Uh, congrats to Luke for being even especially more long winded than usual. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were just talking about not getting he roasted. <laughs> And he was like, Katie on a Katie more rare than Katie having a good hair day in tomorrow. I guess he hasn't seen me after I got done at Laura Austin's. <laughs> Insane. Wow, Luke. Thanks for taking ten minutes to say one thing. Uh also cat's out of the bag, guys. It's Luke. He said his name. He said his name. Uh, <laughs> what was he I don't even know what his question was because he talks for so long. How to maintain long distance, was that it? Tips on a semi long distance relationship. She lives about an hour and a half away. Um I don't know. I have you ever had a long distance relationship? Oh my god! Yeah, I. <laughs> you're crying. I'm crying and sweating. I Pissing and shitting. Second time caller, never listener. That was uh, really good. I had a long distance relationship for like three years in college. What? Isn't that crazy? It was yeah. like my first. Like, I guess my second. It was my most. It was my like most serious. I guess that's not true. I lived with someone. Uh, it was. When I was in high school, we dated in high school, and then he was a year older. And then when I moved to New York, we stayed long distance for, God, three years, I think. We were together four years total, three years long distance. Oh, my gosh. It was insane. Why didn't you break up? You still liked him? Or was it, like, hard to break up? I loved him. Well, the goal was I thought I was going to marry him. And then the goal was, like, after he he was going to graduate college a year early. And then after he graduated, he was going to come move to New York. Mm Mm-hmm. But I ended up ending things because I was like, I was like, I'm, he didn't like New York. He didn't want to go, but he wanted to go to be with me. But like, he wasn't excited by it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. He's like my first really, I had a relationship before, but like he was my first very, very serious relationship. And I was like, I'm like 20 years old and I don't want, I'm not going to make this guy uproot his life Mm -hmm. to come like settle down with me. Cause it did kind of feel like we were settling down. We were, you know, he was going to move, drop, leave everything to To somewhere he didn't like somewhere he didn't like. And I don't think that's a good way to start a relationship. I mean, how is that going to go in five months when he fucking hates being there? And I already have all my friends and everything. So the long distance, I think it's my brother and his fiance. They were long distance before he moved here. Um, it is doable, but I would I don't want to ever do it again. But I, this is different. This is different, and I've An had a hour. relationship like that with Chris. Yeah. So like when uh, Chris and I started dating, he lived in Greenville, and I lived in Flat Rock. Yeah. Forty five minutes, but then he wound up being like 
uh, he got sick. He had to go to the hospital. Cat scratch. <laughs> he got cat scratch fever. And um, he had to be on, like, phenobarbital, I think, because he had seizures. And so he couldn't drive for a full last year. And so I literally – well, I mean, I was already going to the open mic in Greenville. So, like, that would be, like, one excuse to go down there. But I would just go down there, like, every day I could. And, like, if his friends were coming up to the mics in Asheville, he, they would drive him up. Okay. So, like, that was lucky, like, that we could still see each other a bunch. Yeah. But, like, I mean, clearly I really liked him. Yeah. And so it was, like, it was exciting to go see him, like, all the time. Aw. So, like, that's so sweet. you know, that I think we did that for, like, a year, maybe a year and a half, and then we moved to Chicago together. Um, but I think, like, I like driving. Uh-huh. Like, sometimes it gets annoying where you're, like, I'm going to Atlanta again, <laughs> second day in a row. It's, like, why'd you, why'd you go home? Why'd you leave? Yeah. Um, but I think, like, just it's a good time to think. You get to be alone. I don't know if you like to be alone. I love being like alone in the car and just like being with my thoughts. Yeah. Um, and it's ex- I think it's exciting to go see the person you like. Yeah, that does make the drive more butterfly. Yeah, you're like there's anticipation that you drive home. You think about like all the nice things. You get to text them when you get home. Aww. So yeah, I think it's nice. I think it. Um, and it's not even that whole absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's just like the the idea of anticipation yes. is exciting. And I think this time frame, this distance is so doable. Um, I'd say just, like, set a time you're going to, like, every week. Like, before you guys leave, like, have your next time, if you can, that you're going to see each other. Yeah. Like, before you stop hanging out, be like, okay, can I come back down next week on this date? Yeah. I think this is, you know, considering that it's Luke, I think this is the least of his problems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for really, I'd work on your personality and... Uh, <laughs> Not to worry so much about the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted back, bitch. <laughs> gotcha. Kidding. Luke's great. Uh, but yeah, I think that's exciting. Um, I will tell you one, one, one little secret. Ooh. You guys want to hear a secret? Secret, secrets are no fun. And um, you share them on the podcast. You guys have them on the podcast. Sorry, I put that on there for one second, and now I'm very nervous it's about okay. it. It's okay. It's okay. It's totally fine. There was a semi watering. Um, so now that Chris and I have been staying at my parents' house, there's not a lot of time to. Not be around everyone I've ever met all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just around them all the time. So, like, I would say for a little a little spice, get a hotel. Ooh. Get you, I don't know if y'all are at that point in your relationship. But even if, like, well, I guess it would be weird if you're not intimate but like it'd be like do you want to go to a hotel we'll just hang out <laughs> but it's so fun to just hang out in a hotel room even if you don't do anything else it is. it's really just nice you go get the breakfast you just feel like you're on vacation even if it's a little bit away i love staying in hotels yeah. especially where you live it's so fun yeah it's really fun and also in hendersonville there's a little element of um illegality to it i don't know if i've talked about this on the pod no so in hendersonville there's a rule slash yes. law yes yeah, so that you guys had uh, – I showed you guys that, like, the Mountaineer Inn or whatever. Yes. So if you live within 50-mile radius of Hendersonville and Asheville, they won't let you stay at hotels. Insane. My, my thought is, is because it's sex work, they yeah. don't, don't want to have that happening. Um, but their reason is parties. Like, that's what, like, articles have said. It was like, there's too many parties. And it's like, yeah, sex parties. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Um, and so – uh, I still have my Georgia ID, even though I have a North Carolina ID. So I've wondering. been booking the Fairfield Inn that's like a mile away from my <laughs> parents' house. And so, like, I'll teach class there on Sundays sometimes because it has reliable internet. Yeah. But then me and Chris will just, like, hang out there and be away from the dogs and away from, like, the house. And, and it's, it's great. Illegal. And it's illegal. That's it's so very hot. exciting. And they have a waffle maker. <laughs> they got 
chalky chip. I want strawberries on my waffles. Mm. So we just go like eat so much breakfast and like get the yogurts, bring them back to the room. We're just like, then it's you, so fun. I loved having a hotel with Katie. We had fun. So fun. We had so much fun. <laughs> Have some water. <laughs> Katie, yeah, of course. Two two things. Katie's so cute. The one thing was when I woke up in the morning, Katie was completely upright. (laughs) Completely upright, hands on her laptop like she had just been working, typing something. (laughs) Head to the side, completely asleep. I was like, did she fall asleep working? Did she wake up early to work and fall asleep? All I know, completely upright, hands on the computer, completely asleep. You're such a, when I came out this morning, I was so quiet and I just like touched the fridge and you immediately went, hello, you woke up. <laughs> uh, but when Katie and I shared a hotel room, we, she woke up in the middle of the night and she was coughing and she was coughing so hard, but she kept coughing for like a long time. And I was like, I wonder, I thought a couple things. I was like, Katie probably, it's like the middle of the night. She's probably still kind of asleep right now. Yeah. And like forgets that I'm here. And also like probably doesn't even, she's probably not fully awake. So for like 10 minutes, I was like, how do I tell her? How do I ask her to like get a drink of water so she can stop coughing without coming off so bitchy by being like, <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, I was just like, do you want some water? And I did. <laughs> and so, I really did. I did forget that you were there. I know. That's what I figured. And then Katie told me that her mom, <laughs> growing up, used to talk about She said, she goes, sit up. Sit up. And Katie would go, I am. And she'd be asleep. <laughs> sit up. And that's what I did. I had some water, which was a very nice offering. And then I sat up. <laughs> but it's made me much more conscious. Because I feel like just like North Carolina allergies, like just always when I go to bed I'm just like a little post nasal drip but like you saying that actually made me like more conscious of like oh there are other people in the world that I can't just cough all night (laughs) because I would cough I know if you let me oh girl I love to cough all night the way you were doing it reminded me of like I, I I could relate to the feeling of like you know when you really have to pee but you just don't get up it's yeah. like that. Like you were really coughing and I know you wanted it to stop, but I was like, I bet you would just let it go on forever. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Sit up. I've also been trying to be a very nice um, person about Chris's snoring, which I feel like I've really like, mm-hmm. I feel like you can make your brain do anything. It is a powerful. Muscle. It's a powerful thing. Cause I thought I would never be able to put up with this snoring Cause that's my like top least favorite it's, thing. It's tough. Oh, <sighs> He's not even the worst snorer in the house, the, which is the bunny rabbit. The bunny rabbit snores so loud. Um, no, my mom is a terrible snorer. Can you hear from your room? Yes. No. Yes. The walls are that thin. She's that fucking loud. <laughs> and then I went on a, a road trip with Cody to Good Nights, and we shared a hotel room. And he is the loudest one of them all. <laughs> it's like they're screaming. It's like they're asleep and going. Ah! <laughs> It's wild. And so that put Chris into like perspective for me. It's so loud. It's like. <laughs> I know. That's how my mom snores. I'm like. It's scary. It's scary. I'm like, is everyone okay? <laughs> and then my poor dad. That's why I've, I've always felt bad for my dad. Because I'm like, he just like sleeps next to her. Do they, he uses earplugs, right? No. He just doesn't listen to her during the day. Why would he listen to her at night? <laughs> uh, my dad has like intense. My parents use earplugs. Yeah. Get, get earplugs. I have earplugs. I don't like sleeping with anything in my ears usually. Yeah. It's not like my favorite thing. But I'm like, okay. I think if, A, if I smoke enough weed, I could just go to bed before yeah. Chris. It's just like a race to see who can go to sleep first. <laughs> um, but also, I like just, 
tried to because it like rattles my head it like really just like vibrates on my ear hairs and it just never stops and it never stops and it's also arrhythmic so it's not like oh if you had like a car alarm all night and it's like the same beep beep like eventually you go okay i know the next beep's coming here but if it was like beep 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 beep, boop, oh you're like God. right it's and different then it stops for a second and you think you're in the clear yes you're like quick fall asleep in the next 10 seconds yeah so i just kind of had to go like okay like kind of transfer like the the i'm like okay well my back hurts <laughs> Maybe I'll just think about that pain instead of the pain in my ears. And it really helped. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's one trick. Uh, and then the other one is if you count backwards from 100, I feel like you can do anything yeah. that you want. I'm a big counting backwards person. Yeah. And I found – so I thought I made this up. I thought I was a genius. Counting backwards? Yeah. I thought I was oh, the first person no. to ever count it backwards. <laughs> Not even close. But it makes me go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Also, it, it the reason it works is because it resets your prefrontal cortex. Oh, I didn't know that. Because your brain works, you know, so linearly. And so if you do something different, like, it makes your brain go, okay, well, let me stop thinking about that for a second. Oh. So I think it's both calming and, like, resetting. That makes sense because when you're having, like, when you feel yourself like you're going to have a panic attack or something, another tool you can do is you're supposed to, like, go through, like, okay, A, what are fruits that start with? the letter a apple okay b what's a fruit that starts with letter b banana like going through stuff oh, like that it's supposed to like that's interesting that makes sense though yeah you're rewiring you're moving up your brain god that's a great tip to think about your hurting back um i saw a trend recently that i wanted to try i want to try but i'm scared to try it it's called mouth taping have you heard of that don't do that really taping your mouth while you're so asleep is sounds dangerous goodbye duct taping like you're being kidnapped so basically what it's what people say is breathing from your nose is like a lot better because you're filtering all the air in and stuff so mm-hmm. when you go to bed if you just breathe through your nose you'll wake up feeling a lot more rested and stuff so people don't they take like a, either a small piece of tape right here just kind of as a reminder so if your mouth opens it's fine the tape falls off or people have this tape that goes around the lips so it's like pushing Smushism. them together but it's not because I'm worried, one, I'll swallow the tape. Yeah. Two, I'm like, it can be dangerous, probably. Like, someone who snores like that, like, they should not do it. Because clearly they can't breathe through their nose. Right. So I'm a little worried, but I that's also their, like That's how they commit suicide. They're like, ooh, mouth tape. Good night. Forever. <laughs> Just... But I I'm also like a stomach that. sleeper, which I think keeps you your mouth. You sleep on your stomach? Yeah. I sleep flat like a fucking board. You are a chiropractor's worst He nightmare. told me not to. You're not supposed to. Dr. John, I'm sorry. With your, what, with your head to the side? Mm-hmm. Like a baby doing tummy time? Yeah. It's mostly because of the chihuahuas. Oh, but, I forgot. But I've been trained now. <laughs> what do they do? They like to be like in between. My, so Cadence like <laughs> literally sleeps like right in my crotch and the monkey sleeps a little bit down. And anywhere else, it's very uncomfortable. But, like, I've been experimenting with other types of sleeping on this <laughs> tiny bed that my parents have at their house. That image is, like, would be such a, like, a, a like a It looks like I died. <laughs> it looks like I fell from a high place and I smashed down and the dogs were like, oh, that looks comfy. And, and then they just get in. And then Chris next to you screaming. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, he has, like, a – the bed is too small for both of us at my parents' house. So he's, like, on, like, a little mattress on oh, the floor. Yeah. yeah. No bueno. I can't wait to buy a big king size mattress. Yeah, you need when to we get out there. It's gonna be so good. And yeah. I roll from side to side. Wee! You could, are you doing one bedroom or two bedrooms? I think we're gonna do one bedroom, and then uh, like the living room area would be like where we the work. Space. That's yeah. great. I think it'll be good. 
because I feel like this is really like I didn't realize how small like the apartments would be out there but now compared to my parents place I'm like oh they're all at least four times as big as this room yeah kind of doable yeah and I really like I was looking at hotel rooms and one of them was like 350 square feet and I'm like I always think hotel rooms are huge when I get in them so that's like most of them are like 700 square feet that's two hotel rooms that's plenty of space (laughs) also places look bigger when you get your stuff in it like oh. if you go in, when I walked into this room, I was like, none of my stuff's gonna fit, and the, every, all the stuff's in it. I'm like, it's huge. I love this living room. It's Me so too. nice. You can see the pool. You got the big window. I love my new apartment. I never would. Can I be honest? As much as I loved living in that basement next to the penitentiary, I think it's been <laughs> good. <laughs> as much as it was my favorite thing. <laughs> I think- as much as I li- loved the loft by the methadone <laughs> clinic. <laughs> I think it has been incredible for my mental health it's to really not nice. be living in a basement next to a penitentiary. I will say the one thing that gives me concern, but then I'm like, whatever, is the helicopters. What do you mean? At night, you can really hear some helicopters. Here? Yeah. I haven't heard any helicopters. Maybe they're looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> See the big spotlight come through the window? Who's <laughs> coming out with your hands out? Literally, I've been here less than a month, and I feel so much happier, I think, because of all the natural light I'm getting. So I much natural light. I just spent all my time in the basement when I was home. I never hung out upstairs. It's so nice here, and, like, very walkable, so, all that stuff. I've been walking everywhere. I love this. And you have a pool. People are going to be so... <gasps> Guys, I have a pool. It's, yeah. No longer do I have to hang out with men I don't want to hang out with for their pool. I've got my own. Now you have to hang out with me. I wish you were here when I used to have a pool at my old place. Because <sighs> I only used it two times ever, but you could have used it whenever. Why'd you only use it twice? I feel like you don't like swimming. I'm not a swimmer. Because you don't like jacuzzis, and everyone likes jacuzzis. I don't mind. Well, I don't like being super hot. I thought you were going to say, I don't like being really wet. (laughs) I don't like being wet or dry. I don't like being hot or cold. I don't like being tall or short. I don't like (laughs) – I like being stoned. Um, No, yeah, I just never really used it. It was just kind of like a – kind of pool. But when I'm looking at these places in L.A., they all have pools. Yeah, and you'll be next to the beach. You can go I hang out on wait. the beach. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fun. You're going to love it. Can I ask you a um, – I'm going to ask you a question that is not for me. It is for a friend. Oh. And it's a literal friend. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I mean, if this was my – it's not my problem. So, okay, I have a friend yes. uh-huh. who's dating a man. Okay. And they. It, I think she likes him. They've okay. just started dating. Okay. He can't make it work with his penis. Mm, okay. And I said to her – has he tried Blue Chew? <laughs> Not that they're a sponsor of the show. The show's sponsored by Pink Chew. Pink Chew. We'll send some over to chew your pink. Um, I go, has he tried Blue Chew? Mm-hmm. She said, he looked it up, and I'm going to wait till you're done drinking. It's too expensive. <laughs> Fuck. Hmm. I don't think you can put a price on a hard dick. I could not agree with you more. So what's the other option then? Just no erections? I don't know. Because, okay, here's the thing. I I love the ladies of Asheville comedy. I think they're all unique, beautiful snowflakes, yeah. and they're all doing their best, and they're all trying to, you know. It's hard. It's not a scene like this. There's yeah. not, there's not, a, I mean, every space is progressive in Asheville, but that also means that all of, like, the weird fucking incels are at every mic with you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're, you know, they're trying to talk about stuff like sex and this and that. And it's like, I feel like they're not getting the feedback sometimes that they want or need. Yeah. And then I'm like, am I just like the old, like, witch who's like, 
oh, you want to you want him to get his penis up? <laughs> so like one thought was, and it's for I've heard a lot of women say they've never or cannot come. Mm-hmm. Not not cannot. I don't know if it's like a. They think they can't come. They think they can't come. They I can mean, all come. I'm not gaslighting them, but I've thought that same thing. So really, yes, I thought I've thought I used to think for a long time my hoo ha was broken. I think it's the men who are working on it. <laughs> the, the construction crew out there. Just, <laughs> um, like I will say, Chris was like the first guy who ever made me come, and uh-huh. I'm like, well, that's some reason to be with somebody yeah, for 13 right, years. <laughs> well, you did it. <laughs> I mean, so like, okay, that's great. Yeah. So you should find a person who makes you come. But yeah. also, if you can't make yourself come. That's it. You have to, yes, that's a big, if you don't know how to make yourself come, how are you going to tell someone else? Yeah. How do you know what you like? Yeah. That's a big part of it. So, like, do you have a, because I feel like you're you're younger, you have, like, more, you probably are more progressive than I am just in general. Because I've been, so like, crazy. an old married lady for, like, 14 <laughs> years or whatever. So, like, do you have any advice for the gals? Yes. Well, to that woman in particular, I would say, how, how can you give me the age of the guy? 24. I would say now it's it's really uh, like when I was dating, it was very common for like men of that age. I looked it up like this gen or that generation is like experiencing experiencing erectile dysfunction at like a way higher level than like generations before, probably because of the accessibility of porn, I'm guessing. Mm. And like that's what I'm guessing it is. Yeah. Or a factor in it. But I would say, honestly, because I dated someone that couldn't get hard, couldn't get an erection with a condom. Okay. How convenient. How convenient. And, like, could, you know, couldn't do it. And, and like, I wanted, you know, to use condoms. And I spent so much time, like, researching things and doing all this stuff. My advice would be, let him do that, dude. Again, men never want to go to the doctor, do anything medical. And you do have to do it for them a lot of the time, but you shouldn't have have to. to. Especially, let him, if he, it's, like, it should be him that's, like, he should be grateful and gracious that, like, it's sweet. Like, yeah, this is something you guys can work on together and, like, you know. Do other stuff, right? Do other stuff. The pressure's on it. It's going to make it harder. But, like come on like he have he should be the you know i hope he's spearheading some of this research himself i would be careful not to have it all because i was like listening to podcasts and stuff and i was younger but then later i was like why was i doing he wasn't doing anything for his limp dick it was me doing all of it he should be doing some research or but i guess as a woman it might feel like bad to go i can't make him get it up I've never but it's not your responsibility that. right I've never felt that because I, I could see why maybe someone would think that but I've I've I don't know I've never felt that 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 it's that it's me why they can't get hard I'm like obviously you want to be hard right now like right you want it and like I feel like she like she'll do like a bit on uh, on stage uh-huh. like how many times is it too like and people like how many times should you see a guy whose dick doesn't work before you stop seeing them and there's people in the audience who go one Two zero. Some people said zero, uh, no. and then she goes, "What are you a lesbian?" They're like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. Uh, and so, like, I think like her joke is like, "Is seven? Is seven too many?" And it's like, I don't know if there's too many. I think if he is, but he has to in, try. If he's putting in the effort with you, then I also say is he it, eating the puss? Yeah. Is he munching the box? Is he munching? <laughs> is he making you come? If he is putting in the effort too, and like you guys are communicating, and he's right there with you, then I'd say keep doing it as long as you're having fun and you like him. But if he's not putting in the effort, yeah, and he's not munching your box, he is or, cute. I have seen him. He's cute. That he's, helps. Yeah, he's cute. He's tall. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, not that I love my I love short kings, but right. Tall, but I mean, I get it. Yeah, too. yeah. But um, 
if he's not helping or doing anything, then fucking forget it. But I, if he's doing it, yeah. I mean, I'm patient. I'm patient for someone I like or love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it should be if it's all about him and all about that. Yeah. Are, is she coming? Do you know? No. Oh, is no. He fingering her or eating her out? Well, that's the thing. I was like, how? I, I feel uncomfortable giving people unsolicited comedy advice. Yeah. <laughs> but my one piece of advice I did want to give, and I, I did it one time on stage and she wasn't at the show and I was like, fuck. But I think that, and I've done this before, um, not with someone else, but by myself. Like sometimes you're just trying to like jerk off. Yeah. And you're like thinking about all your bills. Yeah. If you count backwards from 100, just like when you're going to sleep, it really does help. help. You come? Yes. What? It's the least sexy thing. And it yeah. makes me sound autistic. Like, I, I'm jerking off to an abacus. <laughs> it really does. That's crazy. But it works just the way, like, the same way it, like, clears your mind. So if you're just, like, you know, down there with your vibrator or whatever, uh -huh. you're just, like, 199. Like, oh. you're not thinking about, like, this thing, that thing, the That's other thing. That's kind of, too. There's also, like, things you can listen to that are, like, a countdown to come yeah so kind of like countdown that to come <laughs> seven six you five. hear like the, the rusters firing up when I, i'm such a nerd when i was younger i used to listen i didn't watch porn but i would listen to like people on this website it was called like literotica oh my god i can't believe i'm saying this dude there's like actual like businesses now that are yes. like online like yes. deep sea i think is one of them i, I loved deep sea yeah. yeah they're great um but they would like it would just be someone like talking and reading something it was like playing pretend yeah literally. um but yeah, if he is working with you, go for it. But if, if you realize you're the only one making suggestions and doing things about that, he's got to, I mean, I think too expensive. I don't know. Try it. If I was him, go, yeah, go to the doctor. You're 24. There's, there's some, might be something else going on. Yeah. She you said he, he smokes cigarettes or vapes and then has caffeine. Like cigarettes, I think those cigarettes will do it. Zach, they will. Zach had a funny joke about how, um, he hasn't really done it. He did it once about how he realized how addictive, cigarettes were because he was talking to someone about quitting because after he had quit and they were both like isn't it kind of crazy that like your dick works better and the guy said oh my god yeah i gained like two inches at like my dick got way harder it was th the best it ever worked in my entire life and then he took a drag of a cigarette like he was back to smoking but like oh, oh yeah, that's great my oh, dick that's was really funny i botched it but yeah like that's how i realized how addictive it was was that men are like oh my dick is broken when i smoke and then there's still smoke not broken but it does like it doesn't that, help that is a factor i've i've heard interesting from, yeah, that it helps a lot with you don't smoke huh because Chris is like the first non-smoker I've ever dated. I bet. That's a big factor. Mm -hmm. Quit smoking, y'all. If, yeah. if you have a penis. Yeah, if you have a penis, quit smoking. Quit smoking. Okay. But, well, I think that's good advice like for her. You know. so, yeah, don't put it all on your plate because that's just going to be too. And then you're going to have if it in your mind. If It's going to be all this pressure. Yeah, and then maybe try to take the pressure away from it too. Maybe when you guys are hooking up, it's not like about we have. It's the same thing if you're hooking up and you're thinking all you're thinking about is orgasming. You're not going to orgasm, probably. It's like, enjoy what sex is besides the orgasm. Yeah. And like, besides, in this case, penetration. What else could you do? Right. And maybe it'll just happen. But also, like, he should probably see a doctor. Yeah, um, if he can go to a doctor, see a doctor. Um, Blue Chew has a discount code on every male comedian's podcast. I that should take 10% off with code. That, that's why I'm a know? little like, hmm, to ex try something for her. Let me, let me Google how much it costs. Blue Chew cost. I would just be careful. And we're going to start a GoFundMe for, for one me. Blue Chew. Just one Blue Chew. $27. Six chewables. $30. Um, I would pay $5 to fuck. I think that's crazy. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. It's fine. For six of them. I would... Uh, 
that gives me a concern about him that he doesn't really seem to care that much. Yeah. I think you got to make sure you're not doing When I heard too he expensive, I went, I must have really underestimated how much Blue Chew costs. But then I thought, I know a bunch of male comedians who take Blue Chew. Yeah, it can't be that expensive. It just can't. I mean, you got a $50 Tadalafil, you got Sildenafil Active, six tablets, $30. You got Hims, $27. Yeah, that's crazy. No, he should, he, okay, this changes things. This he changes should, everything. He have it. Bitch doesn't have $30. Girl, also, you'll find, there will be people that you like that do not value your sexual experience. Yeah. Oh my God. The She's guy- very cute and funny and smart. Like, she'll find somebody. She'll find, the guy I lived with, oh my God worst sex of my life really and i lived with him it was like yeah it was he just didn't give a fuck like yeah he just did not care at all about he he i don't think he ever i'm sorry parents don't listen to this he like ne- he never he never ate me out once <gasps> that jesus christ and i asked him to yes and he never did i had that was my la- my ex-husband from florida that I always <laughs> get wrong he goes i don't like it yeah <laughs> I don't care. Then do yeah. Then do something else. I don't know. You got to offer me something else then. Cause I'd be I'd be doing other stuff. Yeah. He'd be doing nothing. Yeah. He'd be doing nothing. He'd be doing nothing. Nothing. And I felt like I was crazy, like for being like, well, it's- asking or not get. You know what I mean? Like not being like. Like, am I going to be with this person forever and they're never going to eat my pussy? It's already, the sex is already so bad. Yes. Also, you know, you're like 23, 24. It's like, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But then also the other guys who would do it were not good at it. No, but at least they're trying. They were trying. They're trying. Trying and trying and trying. dog (laughs) lapping a bowl of kibble. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was pretty turned off. Honestly, for the first couple of years, I was sexually active getting eating out i was like i really don't see the big whoop about this i do not like this that much no i was also hooking up with you know people in their early 20s it was just like bad and wet and so so much so so much i was so like much. what is this supposed to be doing and why is there a puddle there's a puddle under me and I, it's not for me coming. it's like i I'll suppose this feels fine it feels fine. it's it was not for the first couple of years i was like i don't think this is all it's cracked up to be yeah, I I was like, there's got to be more, cause like, like I didn't have sex until I was twenty or twenty one, uh-huh. and then I didn't come until like I'd start dating Chris. So I was like twenty four, uh-huh. but I did it for myself. Like yeah. I went out and got a back massager or whatever you get. Okay. So it was like I knew what it felt like. Yeah, and this one was not <laughs> it. Yeah, I was always <laughs> like, how do you get from coming? to how do you get from this dog situation to orgasm mean how's that gonna creep that's up? the name of the podcast how's it gonna creep this dog situation <laughs> i didn't i thought i was broken too because i was on like um oh wait, this is actually pretty funny well i was on medication at a really young age for um i was kind of a late bloomer so like uh with masturbating and stuff mm. so i was put on like prozac and stuff when i was like 15 14 around the age that i literally started masturbating mm-hmm. so it, i wasn't i couldn't come i wasn't coming um the entire time and i did all this crazy shit i read that like a sneeze was one twelfth of an orgasm so i'd make myself like sneeze 12 times because i was so pent up all i needed to do was come but yeah. i couldn't but i would use um like the shower head in my parents house and that's why i also convinced myself that i was broken because i was like oh my god i've been railing myself <laughs> I've never, I'm not just using my fingers. I'm full blast shower. <laughs> like for like 10 years. Like, of course it's fucking broken. But one time, um, and I think this explains a lot about who I am now as a person, like probably sexually. Uh, 
I had my phone in the bathroom and it was playing music and it was on shuffle and I was like in the tub doing my thing and you know just ruining my parents water bill just through the <laughs> fucking roof just California, there's a drought California was in a drought and it was because my fault of you. sorry guys <laughs> And it was me. Maybe if someone had bought me a vibrator, we wouldn't be getting out of the drought right now. And <laughs> right as I was getting, it was taking a while. And then right as I was getting to the pinnacle moment, the song changed. And it was a track from a Lewis Black comedy album. And I was like, oh, my God. Do I, if I stop, I'm going to have to start over. I don't know if I can do it. I'm just going to have to, like, make this work. And so I literally had, like, an orgasm to Lewis Black, like, yelling about almond milk. He's like, it's not almond milk. It's almond juice. (laughs) That is such, like, a a specifically you thing. It's, like, very comedy. You got everything you like in there. You got almond milk. Uh You got got a Jewish comedian. Uh (laughs) You got your parents' water bill. Uh Uh Uh-huh. I didn't – I never masturbated until after I had sex. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Never. Did you? I didn't really know girls could do it. Isn't that crazy? I didn't either. And then I was like, oh, you just, and I, we would buy, we would buy dildos as like gag gifts. Yeah. And I feel like my friends were probably using them. And I was just like, those are funny. <laughs> Even now, I don't know what a dildo is I don't. supposed to do for me. I don't need the dildo. I do not need the dildo. I don't need the dildo. I don't need a big thing at all. Like, I, I don't to- need, like, that's not. Yeah, I want to slap it against the yeah, wall and then back up into it. <laughs> one time, uh, I remember this so distinctly because it like gives me anxiety to think about. But one time, uh, my vibrator died and not the batteries, like the whole thing. Yep. And I was at my parents' house. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do with this. So I drove to like some gas station like 10 miles away <laughs> and I threw it in the dumpster. And then my biggest fear was that it was going to start working then and just make <laughs> just all around the dumpster. That's how I feel every time I have it in my carry-on bag at the airport. I'm like, what do I do if it turns on on the plane or something and it starts going on? They're going to the think there's like a terrorist attack. <laughs> I would tell them it was a bomb because I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now. buy a vibrator. Count count backwards from a hundred. Right, yeah, and make sure that he make sure you're not putting in more work than this man. Like yeah. if he is just letting you do all the work and bring him ideas that he's shooting down like a thirty and do not buy him that pill. Don't buy it for him. Don't buy I, him. You know what? I, I, I would have bought, bought it. For I would, him. Oh my god, <laughs> I would have bought him that pill. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have done that. Do not do it. What did I do for my shitty loyalty? What did I do for him? I did I buy him anything? Oh, I gave him a book to read. He never read it. They're never going to read a book. He They're... didn't read it until I was literally, I had broken up with him and he was absolutely lo- losing his mind. And he was like, I'm reading the book. <laughs> I was like, it's too late. Also, ew. And the book was the Bible. <laughs> the book? If you want to learn how to come, read the Bible. Yeah. Uh, the Bible is just as effective as counting backwards from 100. <laughs> But yeah, I think like, yeah, if, if they're not putting in the effort they for you, to. then you should not put the effort in for them. Yeah. And not to say that's like always it's got to be like a one for one ratio of like you doing for others, but you're already doing so much as a woman. Come, I Come on. Yeah. It's just, like the goal is to enter you. He should have to put some effort in unless you want to enter him. And he shouldn't be freaking out like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, but like he should, you know. He should be doing something too. Yeah, it shouldn't just be your problem to solve. Yeah, and um, yeah, maybe you should talk to someone. I'm sure there's. I'm sure the more it's a thing, the harder it becomes to break because now it's this thing, you know. Yeah, I am not envious of having a penis. Like I am in some. Like 
in in the in the most literal way i was actually talking about zach with this today like i'm not envious of well not about this part but like of having to get an erection that would stress me out and also interesting i'm not envious of having to do that or you know what's crazy to me how much we as a society and stuff make fun of like micro penises and guys with small dicks i always think i'm like god isn't it crazy we say that and there's probably like one person in the audience that like has a micro penis yeah. and is like plagued by depression or something by it. It's just like, it's just an interesting thing we all make fun of. Like, but that no one can control. Right. I said this to Zach earlier and Zach was like, <laughs> he was like, God, you know, it's so sweet. Like, it's great that like you're really empathetic for people. And like, you think, cause when I thought I had herpes, like I wanted to fucking kill myself, not for a little bit. And then I, did I ever tell you, I thought I gave Chris AIDS. <laughs> When he was in the I'm hospital, sorry, I laughed. I laughed because I no, no, you never told me that. <laughs> Neither one of us have AIDS to clarify. Which also, if you did, it'd be fine. It's fine. It's a very, yeah, very workable um, but, treatment. I mean, like I literally because he had cat scratch fever, uh-huh. and I was like, I gave him AIDS. What? I don't know. I thought that I was just like having such like yeah, an anxiety. You're going, you're going down every time I get pricked for like. To get tested, I get I get pretty nervous. So I went to the Hendersonville County, you know, health department. I hung out with a bunch of children running around. Um, we watched Mickey Mouse or whatever. Yeah. And then I didn't have AIDS, so he does not or, or HIV or any yeah. of the, you know. But I literally thought that, and then I was gonna have to be like, Chris, <laughs> this is because I have AIDS, and now you do too. I literally slept with like three other guys. You know what I mean? Like, still with with protection. You know all that stuff. Yeah. But I was just like, but still, if I were you, I'd be like, I slept with three other guys with protection, but statistically it's still they are lower but it still could happen yeah and i gave him AIDS, God. and he he laughs about that sometimes but i'm like i was so worried it's great yeah well that's not even that feels more com- that feels more at common than cat scratch fever yes it really does yeah nobody knew what was wrong with him i'm like i do i took <laughs> dogs <laughs> well i but i was like after i thought when i thought i had her and now again and now after i did the research and like it's i don't care you know whether or not if, if if i get it whatever and i don't care if i would you know sleep with someone that has it I do yeah the care. valtrex everything's very like manageable it's like now. yeah it's it's so whatever but yeah. um i was so like i was so depressed by it and like literally like it's embarrassing how depressed i was like i did not get out of my bed for three days like i thought my life was over which is like again such a so crazy yeah and not an appropriate response but you know whatever but so when i hear like you know about dick sizes and stuff i always wonder i'm like god i bet someone that does have a micro penis or something like that must be really difficult and like they must have a lot of anxiety around relationships and sex and stuff and uh we just have no idea who has it and they can't control it and i said that to zach and zach was like wow like i think it's really cool that like you're so empathetic and like thinking about those perspectives because of the experience you had he went but i gotta be honest uh you never want it to be your girlfriend that's really uh, empathetic towards the small dicks. <laughs> He's like, you never want it to be your girlfriend on stage. That's like, actually, size doesn't matter. <laughs> he was like, Get, you know, like she's like, <laughs> about six months ago, I realized size doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you never want that to be your, you know. How about you say that and then go, yeah, but it doesn't matter because I'm going home to a you know, huge fucking home. <laughs> I was like, such a good point. Yeah. Well, I feel like you, you said guys have to worry about getting erection. Like, girls have to worry about, like, getting wet. That is true. So. I love when a guy's, like. Um, and not wet from a dog kissing you down there. <laughs> I love when you're. I don't know. The next day you're like, oh, I'm kind of sore. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, because I wasn't lubricated enough. 
not because of your skills, because I wasn't wet enough. I lost the wet. I lost the wet. You bet. I lost the wet. The girls do have to. I feel like when I'm high, I can't get wet. When I'm high, I get. I, I think about sex and I go, I would never want to do it again in my life. You know really? what I mean? Not, it- not again, but like, it's just like. Like, oh, I could have sex. I feel like when I'm high. Makes me lazy. Yeah, when I'm high and I'm having sex, it's such a flip of the coin because for it, it can be like, it's amazing. It feels so good. But then like a second later, I'll be like, oh my God, was that weird? And then I'm done. I'm, I'm down the hole. Yeah. I'm like, what would I say right? I'm silent, I think. I don't think I say a single thing. Yeah. I guess I have a hard time like initiating anything if yes. I'm high. Yes. Oh yeah, never. So yeah, that's usually not the move. Never initiate high. Um, also, when I used to drink, it was just like, wee. Yeah, crazy. Oh my. And God. now it's like a like you're like I'm gonna have sex as soon as I get home. Maybe in the bathroom. Who cares? <laughs> and then it's like now you're sober and you're like, well, you gotta wait till I'm not high. <laughs> and also, I can't be tired. Daytime's the best time. Absolutely. Daytime. Midday. I mean, I've heard other people say this where they're like, "Who told us to do it at night?" But honestly, daytime. Daytime. Because then you can like really <gasps> That's another it. tip for her. Try it in the daytime. Maybe he's tired at night. Oh, and is he drinking? No, pro- they probably try not drinking. She doesn't drink. But she smokes weed. I wonder if he's drinking. I don't know if he drinks. I don't can, know enough about him. That can have an effect too. Yeah. Also, third component. Yes. The first time they tried to hook up, she made fun of him. Do you mm. think that is? Do you think that is cause for concern for any time in the future? Okay, here's my – I have a two Because I would never make fun of a man's dick because I don't want to be murdered. Did she made fun – He made, she made fun of him for not being able to get hard? Yeah. And I said, honey, are you trying to get murdered? And she yeah. said, ha, 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 ha. And I went, hoo, Also, um, he might never get hard. I think that's like a worse night. That's not going to – that's not going to – I'll tell you one thing. That's not going to help. That's not going to <laughs> – but what, what if it did? What if he had a shame kink? You could have a shame kink, yeah. Um, Full circle. Did he – has he had trouble in general or was it just with her? I don't think she knows his history about that. My first theory was, and this was going back to uh, the Catholic guy I would try to hook up with, and he was very shameful about it. I think this guy was really religious growing up, and I oh, said, "That's it." Oh, that could be. And part she of said, it. "No, it was a long time ago." And I went, nope. "It never goes away." Yep, that's a great. I think there's a lot of like probably uh, emotional factors in it. That's a great one. So yeah. I just want to help her have sex with this man. And yeah, especially if he's cute. He's very cute. God, it's always the ones I dated this. He's got the, you know that, um, you know the meme with like the curly hair, you know the curly hair? Yes, the, that little boy, at, yeah. Yeah, that's the haircut. He's very, very like Gen Z, kind of earring. I want to get his dick hard. <laughs> I just want to help my friend get his dick wet and her pussy hard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my pussy's so hard my right now. so hard. My, I mean, my pizza's so hard. <laughs> I said on the other, I said on stage the other day, I said, I've been told I have a pussy for radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's got that NPR voice. <laughs> today and tomorrow's underwear. And today and tomorrow's underwear. <laughs> Discharge. That's really fun. This has been Discharge with Tomorrow's Pussy. That's really funny. That's what we need. More Tomorrow Pussy jokes. Amen. But uh, I hear, though, I remember my therapist told me this when I was 15. And I remember I was, I can't, I still, I was like, that women have the best sex of their life in their 30s. Yeah. It's been better. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It's just so exciting to be like at my parents' house. <laughs> I feel like it just gets better the older you get. <laughs> yeah, you get your Oh, my God. Just hearing the, the cacophony of snoring <laughs> as we barely move in my child-sized bed. 
I literally was like, Katie, should you really spend two hundred dollars on a hotel room to have sex once or twice? And I was like, Absolutely, absolute three. And and then listen up. I paid for two nights of a hotel that I was there for six or seven hours. And of. this man won't spend thirty dollars on a blue chew, right? If he wanted to, he would. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You need that alone time. Yeah. You need it. Because we did do it like twice at my parents' house, and it was just both times we were just like, so okay, scared, so... I'm scary. It, it's fun to be scared, but not yeah. this scared. It's 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 fun and sexy until you have to leave the room and see your parents, and all you're thinking is, fuck, did they hear? Did they hear? Do they know? Do they know? I think we were, like, when we first started dating, and he would, like, come over to my house, and we'd be, like, watching a movie or whatever, and then we'd be, like, fooling around, yeah. and that was scary. But now it's like, you know, like, we're like, Okay, we're just gonna wait till everybody's in bed. <laughs> the snoring. Two a.m. But I don't like doing it at night. And it, you know, it's like you're already tired, and you're like, all right, well, we already started. Yeah, uh, midday is the best. Best. Get a hotel. Get you a hotel. Because you'd never fuck after midday and go, oh god damn it, it's four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. You go, that was so fun, and you're like, like you not tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go, oh, I gotta go to bed. Yeah. I gotta go to work. <laughs> uh, get get you get you a girl with a VIP. Priceline account. Oh my god! Who's earning points yeah. on every stay at a Fairfield Inn? Ooh, ooh, owie, owie. The funniest thing is that you could see the Cracker Barrel where we had our first kiss from the window. Aww. it's almost like That's my so life has never changed. Um, uh, oh, wait, yeah. one last thing. Maybe do some role play. Oh, I'm not a role play person. Maybe that'll. Maybe that'll. I'm like I'm up. Katie, and then I take off my clothes. I'm like I'm sex Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Sex game. What role play should she play? Role play. Just think of whatever whatever kind of porn you watch or whatever situation like you think about when you're mad that turns you on. Just do that. Just direct oh. him. Ask him to jerk off for you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, can he get hard jerking off? Can he get hard jerking off? Maybe start like that. Maybe this is so this is our most graphic episode yet, but maybe <laughs> yeah. if he can, This is a Patreon episode without can, the Patreon. If he can get hard jacking off, then have him jack off. Have him masturbate for you. And then maybe the next time you do it while he's like about to come, just sit, sit on just it. Just sit on it. Yeah. And he'll come inside of you. Yeah, and also I've like not asked any questions. I am going to be like, please listen to the yeah. last half of our podcast <laughs> and answer any questions we've asked that I haven't already asked you. But I mean, I just, she's my little friend. I want to help I know. her. I want her to be good too. Because I feel like when I was that age, like that was like when I met Chris, because I feel like she's like 24, 23, yeah. 24, maybe younger, but you shouldn't have to go your whole life with, you know, soft dicks and no common. Yeah. And you, you know, you, it's, I, I'm constantly amazed how much my sex life has improved vastly. Yeah. Just, when you know what you like and yeah. you'd like, yeah. From college or whatever. Like I thought I was having good sex and some, I was sometimes, but with yeah. some people but also sex is best in a marriage with someone you love so thank you so much before thank you. marriage yes thank before you. marriage don't do it uh, and also guys if you're gonna go to an open mic make sure you sign up this feels like our comedy <laughs> podcast we went full-on graphic <laughs> so when you're when you're jacking him off really take his balls and put them in your mouth and just give him say your tight five during it yeah 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 don't okay don't oh, wait, make fun he, of does him does he do comedy he started because of uh, her. Oh, no. All right. Well, she calls it a chuckle fucker. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any chuckles or fucking. So I don't know. That's going to be hard. She's very funny. I like her a lot. She sounds great. It's going to be hard. If he gets blue chew. Uh-oh. Yeah. Tell him tell him to jerk off in front of you. Yeah. And eat your pussy better. Make it sexy. Yeah. Make it sexy. Have fun. Yeah. Light candles. Go to a hotel. 
Go to a hotel. Yeah, make it, but make make it all set, but make it low pressure. There's a home two suites. Yeah, make it low pressure. Be like home two suites. Yeah, there's a home two suites right in your hometown. It's very cheap. And it's like eighty nine dollars a night. And if you can't, if he can't get hard in the home two suites, he can cough all night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also kind of like sex. Yeah, it's kind of like sex. You'll be tired. You're communicating. You're going get some. Please get some water. Can you moisten that? <laughs> can you sit up? Uh, well, this has been so fun. I think this is almost like a double app. Maybe it'll yeah, be. Yeah, we could do part one, part two. <gasps> part one, part two. We're almost at two hours. Except oh, wow. we have to cut out that one part in the middle where I took a phone call and I shouldn't have. Uh, we um, thought it was funny. We thought it'd be funny in theory. It was funny to us, but we couldn't even talk about it because we're too nice we're and too sweet. too good. Too good, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but we wish you all the hardest dicks and the wettest pussies. Oh, absolutely. And the hardest nipples. The hardest nipples. Oh, really quick. My nipples were so hard the other night. <laughs> uh, and I had no idea. I will leave the house and I'll look and I'll go, good. And it's like, yes, I have my nipples pierced. And I'm, it's not, it's nothing shocking to me to share because most people have seen me in a shirt. And uh, when I left, they looked appropriate. They looked normal. I was wearing a fake little bra. And then later at Smith's, when I was hosting 1 a.m., I went to the bathroom. I went, holy fuck, have I been doing <laughs> comedy with them like this? <laughs> No wonder I'm killing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have a lot of like threadbare shirts that I love to wear because they're so soft. And I don't, I'm not a bra person. So I'm just yeah, like, I'll like look in the mirror and go, well, that's obscene. It's so hard. They were so, <laughs> but then they go down and they go, they just have a mind of their own. They go up and down, Whee! up and down. Yeah. But I was like, no wonder the barking was so successful. My nipples were piercing. Oh, that's so funny. Also, your shirt right here I'm wearing. I love threadbare this, i love this shirt uh katie gave me a shirt is this from your old elementary school yeah my middle school it's i was wearing it one time and there is i didn't know the tiniest little hole right here oh and i didn't I was know doing something and i went ow i looked and my nipple bar was literally through the fucking hole oh shit and i was like yes i can't wear this one on stage well i didn't have my nipples pierced in elementary school I didn't know. <laughs> oh because you were a dork i was a big old dork um okay so if you have any questions you're welcome to call in 3854 yes. freaks it is a salt lake city number because we're cool we are a sex sex doctors now so we're sex ask doctors. us anything i think that was like really informative i think so too listen yeah we got a millennial we got a gen z we, we can answer all your questions i'll talk about eating ass katie will talk about i'll go to the bathroom while she talks about it. i'm scared <laughs> i'm scared no eating asses um shane torres has that funny bit about it. i think we were all Jesus too Christ. cool with too cool with eating ass too fast <laughs> and he's pretty much correct yeah chris had a joke the other night that i told him would not work and he did it and it worked <sighs> and he that. goes i like to eat ass <laughs> but my wife she's sick <laughs> <laughs> so i just have to drink her colostomy back <laughs> and then he goes this is your fault for eating ass and talking about it because if you never talked about it i wouldn't have written that joke that is <laughs> and i'm like this now it's like my favorite joke even though it's hideously disgusting that is so funny um, yeah jacob jonas you know who he is is he a jonas brother <laughs> no Didn't know. he just moved he used to live in atlanta i know he's a comic he's from denver but he's been here for a while and he did the 1 a.m on saturday and he has a joke right now that's one of my it's so funny he goes i used to date a horse girl do y'all know what that is he's like it's a girl who has a big fat horse vagina <laughs> or horse pussy i fucked it up that's funny it's, it's better when he says it i used to date a horse girl excuse me girl horse <laughs> excuse me female horse excuse me i fucked an animal yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Don't call in with bestiality questions, please. We'll have to report you to the law. We cannot. We cannot be part of that. But when I was a child on Reddit one time, I stumbled upon like a bestiality subreddit. mm, 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 mm. That's so fucked up. Okay, sorry. Not the time or place. Not the time or place. And uh, we'll get you guys out some thank you for... To everyone that came up to us and said they missed the episode, thank you. Yes, really, thank you, really and thank you to list for listening. This will be a double episode, I feel like. So, yeah. um, we'll we'll put a little disclaimer in at the beginning or something. Do you want to drop any? I, we don't know. I don't know when this will come out, but do you want to drop any spots or anything? <gasps> oh yes. Okay, so I'll put this. I'll put the first half. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm having a going away show on the 13th. It's already like half sold out, if not more. Oh so, God. and I'm not even trying to be like Drake and be like, oh, it's sold out, and then add another show. There will be no other show. <laughs> There will be no other show. So uh, maybe I'll put out like, yeah, maybe, I don't know what when we'll put these out, but. That'd be great. I'd like to put one out on Friday. Maybe we'll do two this week. So yeah. At the Laughing Skull Lounge. The Laughing and Skull I'm Lounge. on it. You're on it. Zach's on it. Will Fosky. Mandel. Mandel Mandelson. <laughs> um, Nick Murphy. God, and Shauna Gatindi. That's a great lineup. It's a great lineup. That's so good. I'm so excited. Do you think I'll cry? Are you going to cry? Sometimes when I think about it, I think of i feel like crying but then i just like look around i'm like oh i'm in my parents house so maybe that's <laughs> i think if i say anything sincere like yeah. this is meant so much you... to me i think i'll cry so i don't know if i'll say any of that shit are you gonna... you're supposed to say that shit yeah i think it'd be sweet are you gonna sign the i will finally sign the thing i've never signed it there's a wall in laughing school everyone signs it and katie was like I'm going to sign it when I leave. And I went, you haven't signed it? I haven't signed it either, but that's just because there's never a Sharpie there. And Katie was like, yeah, I feel like you're supposed to sign it when you leave. <laughs> Not just Not when you do your first sense. mic there. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. So I'm going to sign it and uh, it'll be great. And I have Asheville. If you are in Asheville, please come to uh, April 26th. I'm headlining the Queer Party, Queer Comedy Party. It's... God, I forget where it is. Just go is on it my Gigi's? Instagram. It's not Gigi's. Ginger's Revenge? Yeah, I think that one. Ginger's Revenge is really Wait, cool. Let me look. It's on the poster. But just look on my Instagram. Please come. This is my first headlining spot. And I was like, yeah, for sure. But I'll be honest. I don't know if I can do it. I mean, I'll do it. I'm going to do it so I can do it. But. You'll do it for sure. I'm going to try to go if I'm still in town. Please. It's it's at. It literally doesn't fucking say it. Okay. Wait. Go back. Wait. I put it on my thing. Wait. It's at. Da, 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 da. Uh, different world Asheville different. oh that one's cool Is I did it? that one yeah it's okay. like um, it's like a real dark artsy space cool. uh, just like a lot of chairs on the floor so you're on the floor like there's no stage oh. but behind you there's a huge mirror okay. and it's really cool for taping because like you can see people laughing at your jokes behind you that's cool so it's really dope okay yeah, yeah. please come if you can no pressure but yeah. guys please all my Asheville people please come your girl is confident about it no it'll be fun i think it'll be great it'll be very fun yeah. and, oh and uh gabe haynes and Liv smith are coming with me <gasps> yeah they're both hilarious so that yeah. will be very fun they're great and um yes and follow cobra comedy instagram account so you can check out our next show because it was actually amazing and i'm not even i'm the podcast was so long that i'm not hung over anymore yes i feel so it. good now and i think i'm gonna drink tonight no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> literally never again <laughs> yeah you're gonna be on star bar i'll be at laughing skull i'm gonna come over to star bar after skull yeah all right, everybody. Thank you for listening, you little freaks. Thank and you. We, love you. we love you. Goodbye. Bye bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf, bitch, I'm on the honor roll. Baby, you know. Pop fire, make your niggas stop and roll. That booty, and she jiggle like a jelly ball. Chocolate, I'm looking at a ball. Running through the money, bitch, I feel incredible.